Uh, this is Sora with Lunchbox. Uh, we're back on the phone is Shima Zion. That guy's name is Lunchbox? I, yes, I am indeed the Lunchbox. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is Norman Hillsman of the Strong Hillsman Podcast, and I'm telling you to listen to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Wrestling Mayhem Show. Dot com. It's the best day of the week. Today is the day that you have chosen to listen to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. This is DJ Lunchbox putting it the fuck down. Let's fucking do this. Monday night, you know it must be raw Leaders being a whore and not wearing a bra Seen his damn belt still spinning around his waist I can ship better rhymes on what comes out of his face Tuesday night and it's EC Dub Michael Q. Knoxville join the club If you think of the shit, scream out Boo boo, this ain't EC Dub and we can tell that too Wednesday night, ROH on DVD The best wrestling on the planet to the end degree Joe Damon's delirious, Daniel Sinning, Kevin Cotty Homicide, The Rock, Wilder, and Kansas Kobashi Thursday night, TNA on Spike Bruce is broken so that means I'm drinking blood tonight Shut up and show me the damn exhibition and get SoCal balance in my line of vision. Friday night, SmackDown, this is all I kicking back, watching wrestling every night. Kenny, Boogeyman, Helms, Hardy, Guerrero, London, and Kendrick, and Steel and Show. RWF Sion in the weekly features. You're a student, we are the teachers. Shout out to Jimbo's crew and to the D's. Putting it down for a villain with the grace of bees. Wrestling Mayhem Show. Like a blast to your chest. You can't fuck with us. Cause we roll with the best. Come back, hello, hello, Enjoy it's the Wrestling Mayhem Show 189. We are post pod camp fever. People are sending me all kinds of news over the G chat line. We got voicemails, we got emails, we got an interview scheduled in about a half an hour with one, the current. Oh, this is messed up. I don't. I can't really. I don't hear you. What's that? I, I, I hear, hear me. Don't microphone. worry about it. I hear me. You're we all good? right. We're good. All right. You're all right. Just checking. There you are. You're in my head. Just checking. You're in my head. This is what matters over here. I got you. As long as we're all getting, right. long as we're getting picked up. All right. Maybe maybe your headphones are jacked up. They are a little jacked up. Maybe. I'm getting a little static. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff going on there. I see that. I know I screwed up something over here a little bit, and there's getting a little staticky. But we're going to be done with doing that because I don't move this cord anymore. Uh, but we got lots of voicemails. And emails to get to before we get to that interview. We got to fit it in in about 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. So let's get right to it. Lunchbox. Right, right to it. Yes, sir. You want this one? Yes, sir. Go for it. Wait. Um, We're talking about um, an email? I know. Wow, we do have a lot of them. More than I thought. Okay. We're in fast mode today. Uh, hell yes! Welcome, yes. folks, to the WrestleFan Mail. Bragging rights is currently seeming like a really good concept. You lucky bastards in Pittsburgh get an Iron Man match, yeah. a four-way exactly. match, and the bragging rights match. However, I cannot see that this will be a year-after-year thing because it could eventually get old. TNA is making no goddamn sense anymore. Suicide gets an X-Division title shot on Impact against Amazing Red, even though he is competing in the number one contenders match Ultimate X match, excuse me, at Bound for Glory. All these random people... You can never have too many chances. I I think you're right. Um, I think that's what we're going for. We can ask Cena about that. Yes. All these random people get title shots for no reason, including putting Hernandez and Eric Young feud into a Legends title three-way with Eric Young. What? (laughs) All these random people get title shots for no reasons, including putting the Hernandez and Eric Young feud into a Legends three-way with Eric Young. No time for analysis. Move on. Fair enough. It is really getting ridiculous. And for those that thought last week I was kidding about a boycott of TNA if Hulk Hogan joins, I am dead serious. I may hate Vince, quote, fuckface Russo, 
But there is no man I despise more than that son of a bitch Hogan. Also, Raw is returning to Corpus Christi in December, and I will, uh, excuse me, be going. It's not in the email. That was me. But I do remember the last time I went to a WWE event, and one Mayhem Missy had severe issues with my sign, so I need Mayhem Missy as well as the others on the Mayhem show to send some ideas. And finally, the moment you have been waiting for, drum roll. <laughs> literally how long it took me to scroll down. The WrestleFan WordPress blog is currently in the works and will be <laughs> unveiled very soon. My goal is to post every Saturday, so stay tuned. WrestleFan! There's more space. Out! Yeah, that was at the bottom. That really was. There you go. There you go. Thank you, WrestleFan. Um, and I did get a special request uh, from one Chris LaRusso to mention the PWX show. I'm only mentioning it now. Because of our indie minute, we'll be filled up with an interview. Uh, if we go over to nwaeast.org, org, unnecessary <laughs> roughness this Saturday, October seventeenth, at the Palisades of McKeesport, PA. It is uh, reason uh, we were making a big deal to uh, to mention this is it is to benefit. I just saw it. Um, is a benefit show for. Uh, McKeesport Pop Warner Football, so if you're in the area. Uh, Sterling James Keenan, friend of the show, in uh, his first interview last week right here on 188. Tracy Smothers, that crazy bastard that didn't have to leave Earth. And Alpha Jr., formerly Manu of Legacy, will be there for this show. That's actually a pretty good show. Mm -hmm. So uh, go check that out, nwaeast.org, for that information. I tell you, the Palisades is a classy fucking joint. (laughs) I do love the Palisades. I did enjoy it. I've been there once. For that super envy. Mm-hmm. Is that is that the only time you went? Yes. Okay. And it was a but classy was a fucking joint because I smoked and drank all the way through super indie. That I can see the appeal. That was the um, call of the shit. Yes. I'll get the next one. Sean Sound off for ten thirteen oh nine. And beginning the views and ideas of Sean Sound off or not, those are the wrestling mayhem show as always. The, idea, the, the thoughts and minds of the Wrestling Mayhem show are, are not always the representation of the Wrestling Mayhem show, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> Greeting, WMS peeps. It's bound for glory week, so I thought I would do a quick preview of the pay-per-view. Uh, they have nine matches, which raises questions. Why? Uh, Sting versus AJ Styles. AJ better keep the title, for, or the TNA title will have the same value as the Divas t- title, but not be as flashy. Keep that in mind. Uh, Morgan versus Angle. Angle should win in some underhanded fashion. Maybe Mr. Ken Anderson shows up and joins forces with Angle. Lashley versus Joe. I want the roof to fall on, fall in on this match. <laughs> uh, we we know that 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 isn't happening. So Lashley wins. Uh, Foley versus Abyss with Doctor Stevie a special ref. I'm sorry, I'm stuck in that. Uh, this wins after knocking both of them out, and the second ref runs down. Stevie will go into tax. I think that's that would be that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Team 3D versus British Invasion. Uh, Steiner and Booker. Beer money and full metal mayhem. Hey, hey, hey! With the mayhem. That's gimmick infringement. That's right. That's this is a mess of a match. Beer money wins the TNA titles, and the invasion keeps the IGPW. Is that the right initials? IJPW. That's not That doesn't work. No, that doesn't work at all. Tag titles. Uh, Super Mix versus Nash versus Young. When the fuck did that happen? Uh, so I tried to watch TNA. I honestly just ran out of time. Uh, I hope that Nash keeps this title. Please, TNA, get rid of this title once 
Booker leaves the company. Is there rumors? I don't know. There is. Okay. ODB versus Terra versus Kong. I, you know, honestly, I think it would serve him to come back to WWE. I agree. So I agree. And I don't remember what show it was, but I fucking predicted that. I think you said did. it was going to happen. I think you did. Uh, anyways, ODB versus Terra versus Kong. This is the second match I'm looking forward to. I think ODP retains. Beautiful People versus Sarita and Wild. Beautiful People win with Lacey's help. Ultimate X match: Pope versus Daniels versus Homicide and Suicide. The Pope hopefully will win. I would like to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, on paper, this looks better than Hell in a Cell card. I was wondering which match you would leave of, off this card. Until next week, Sean out. Uh, you know what? I would probably dump the uh, Nash Young Supermax for the. I thought the same thing. I don't know I who mean, Supermax is. Uh, that's Hernandez. Yeah, they're calling him Supermax now. I know. Oh. So yeah, yeah. That's awful, strange. It's, it's just awful, awful. Mm-hmm. Um. Agreed. Sorry, fixing something technical. So that is the Sean Mail. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, everything else looks like a solid match. Again, on paper, hopefully they pull it out, out off just as well. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's roll right up to the list here. Yeah, you, uh, you want me to do the top ten list and you'll toss it back to the next two? Uh, uh sure. All right, the it. top ten wrestling related Halloween costume ideas by Mad Mike at number ten. Ten. Randy Orton, douse yourself in baby oil and walk around in tidy whities very slowly. For most boys, <laughs> make sure to kick every pumpkin on the block. And also, uh, as an addition, uh, take cell phone pictures of yourself and send them to Ashley Hoover. Um, <laughs> number nine, mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy, read bad poetry and rip up the sleeve of a prison outfit. <laughs> number eight, of this. <laughs> <laughs> Slap one extra piece of fabric onto a mankind mask. Yeah, what was up with that? His mask is like matching his flannel. His, or his tie-dye, whatever the fuck he had at the beginning of the show this week. Wow. Number seven. seven. Jeff Jarrett. Carry acoustic guitar struck down street instead of trick-or-treat. Always yell, my bedroom has four sides, but only one angle. <laughs> uh, and called by Slapdust. Get very 2000 about this, I think. Uh, okay. Number six. <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage. Lots of spangles, a colorful hat, a fake beard, and an eight ball. You know what? I think uh, Shima Zion's about two out of three or two out of four there already. Number five. <laughs> five. Black machismo. See above, but in blackface. Racist. Mm. <laughs> Just a little bit. Number four. Number four. Hulk Hogan. Bald wig. Wheelchair. Alimony check. Ball. Number three. Three, three, three. Matt Morgan. Stilts and drive your own head into the mat. <laughs> Did I miss something on that one? <laughs> <That's just funny>. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. The two. One fake boob. Short skirt. Yes, there you go. Kim blew out a tire last week. Number uh, one. Well, the, what is it? Like a, the week before, a couple weeks before, Mickey James did it. Oh, yeah? It's a trend. All these bitches are popping their shit. Popping their shit. And fucking. Popping um, their implants. Fucking. What's her name? Uh, the blonde one, who that narrows it down. Won the title last night for a minute. Uh, Jillian Hall. Yeah, she got a breast reduction. Wow. Those tits are a lot smaller this week. Wow. Numero uno. That would be Vince Russo. Jump into a giant paper bag full of dog shit and let yourself on fire. I like that. Yeah, a that's lot. okay. I'm a big fan of that. Okay, we can go with that. All right, <laughs> next up. Next up. The rock and roll outlaw man. Rock and roll outlaw. 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, fans and friends, the galaxy over, it's time once again for the only thing better than sex and candy bars, the maddeningly influential, impossibly incomparable, the email that, where were scientists able to find a way to extrapolate the greatness from it and put it in a needle, it would cure AIDS, cancer, and the clap, that's right, it's time once again for the Rock and Roll Outlaw Mail, straight back from Raw Edition. That's right, Raw graced fair Indianapolis, and I was in attendance. In fact, I was fifth row on the floor, and my Raw is Jericho sign got tons of screen time. I must say it was pretty amazing being there, and I even got to see everyone's favorite Cuban toddler in a winning showing against J.B. Noble for the dark match. Then, to add to the awesomeness, I got to witness the one and only masterpiece. He filmed the match with Mark Henry for Superstars. Holy that was a barn burner. Do you call you a redneck? <laughs> no one can break it. Holy shit, Jerry King, Jerry the King Lawler is fat in real life. Also, happily sporting his uh, his Jerry Lawler for mirror. Yeah, mayor. I, that was the yeah. best. That was the best. Every week I, I see his shirts and I say, I want that shirt, and I really want the Jerry Lawler for mayor shirt. <laughs> That's right. Raw was awesome, even though the crowd was lukewarm at best, except for Cena and DX. They tore the fucking roof off for Cena. The DX segments were golden, and Hornswoggle actually outfunnied Santino for the night. Santino, however, fakes organisms, which had me laughing my ass off, L-M-A-O, and had all the kids clueless, as did the pitcher-slash-catcher stuff Trips was saying. Further examples of the hilarious hypocrisy of the WWE. People can fake it, Trips can call dudes gay, but people can't bleed and moves can't be named the F.U. But whatever, I just laugh anymore. And speaking of kids, I love the reaction I was getting from the kids around me when I was cheering for the guys like Legacy and Masters and Orton and all the other heels. They just looked at me like I slapped them in the face. I couldn't believe... They couldn't believe, no, they couldn't believe I was cheering for the bad guys. I also got to see a title change hands. Twice. Oh, and Jillian singing in real life is absolutely fucking horrid. As was her and Mickey's match. Not sure how it looked on TV, but it was pretty ugly. Oh, poor Mickey could pull it together, excuse me, and get out of this slump she's in. <clears throat> I need to scroll down here. There we are. The dissension in the ranks of Legacy made me smile because I love how Ted and Cody have grown as characters and as workers. Good stuff. Good I, stuff. I completely agree. And love seeing them get to kind of grow out of the Orton's whipping boys. Also, there is a pickup on my Facebook of Ted pointing to me, which was amazing. I was screaming and screaming, and he pointed to me. It was incredible. Well, I think I've rambled on enough, so I'm going to wrap it up for this week. So, until next week, I am the Rock and Roll Outlaw, and I was the doctor who wrapped HBK's head after the attack last night. Be jealous! <laughs> that car bar shit was funny. That, that was. Oh, yeah, it, was a, it was an excellent Raw last night. It was a really good Raw. For, you know what, why it was? They took the focus off the GM. I think you're right. There wasn't really much content for the GM, although I thought the GMs, for not who knowing who they were, other than a couple more blonde bimbos that could have fit right in with the Divas, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't. Yeah, they, they were. They didn't. There wasn't a huge focus on them throughout the night. They did their thing. I go. I give her a lot of credit for getting in the ring. You know. Yeah. There was. A, there's actually footage online of her training. Yeah, I heard about week. the Triple so, H. Was and obviously, training. you know, it's not like we expect a, uh, much out of her, but enough that she's not going to kill herself in there. And, and they or gave somebody her pretty else. light stuff. I don't know. I really wasn't paying attention to the match. Sorry. It was. Um, a, thank God they made it a Divas tag match because if it was a one-on-one, it would have been. Oh, as exactly. Jay, I would and put that's it the thing. It, it was like a, ugly. It was like a six-person match, so you can really hide somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Or, or you just throw Cedric under the ring and have a big black guy come out. 
Oh, Cedric. What are you doing? Oh, Cedric. I'll never watch your films again. Well, um, do you want me to do this other one or you want to do it? Kill for it. All right. WMS! This is WMS Mail. Uh, since I am one of the few Mayhemers who didn't win a Mayhemmy a while back, it's only fair that I give an ex- hey, acceptance hey, speech. Hey, there's always this here. That's true. On behalf of the entire Wrestling Mayhem Nation. There are so many people to thank. First, just like anyone else, I would like to thank the man that made this award possible. The man who is one of my all-time heroes. That's right, I'm talking about me. I didn't, but I didn't do it all by myself. Let's thank other Mayhemers that live in other place Emmers. Like mad motherfucking undefeated for now, Mike, and Wrestle Russell fan who stayed and tuned into Vivo. Vivo. Also, everyone that participated in PCPGH4. Not just Wrestling Mayhem show, but Berg's Eye View, Should I Drink That, Mikey, Big Bob, and numerous others that were giving speeches and junk to keep guys. To, speeches and junk to keep guys who couldn't be there, like me, get updated. Finally, since I have to get off of here soon, let me run down the list here. Oh, okay. Um, Chuck Norris, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Billy Mays, Willie Mays, Vince McMahon, Shane McMahon, Al Sharpton, Michael Jackson, Pop-Tarts, the state of North Dakota, Vermont, Delaware, and New Jersey, Conan O'Brien, Conan the Barbarian, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Lou Ferrigno, The Incredible Hulk, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, and of course, how can I forget, The Dog Whisperer, Caesar Milan. I'm the Riz, and I approve this message. I'm the Sorg, and I'm thoroughly confused. I'm the Lunchbox, and I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now that we got that out of the way. Yes, sir. Wow, that was all the emails. All that the that proper, was. The emails proper this yes, week. Sir. Yes, sir. We have the rest of uh, the other things. Yeah. Alright, let me get this booted up here. I, uh, speaking of PodCamp, maybe we'll talk about it a little bit later. Uh, we, we had a good time. I had a good time. Did you I had, had a good time? motherfucking had a good time. blast at PodCamp. Uh, PodCamp 4. PodCamp Pittsburgh 4 was the shit. We're going to see about doing a little bit of a recap show afterwards today, after our live show, and uh, hopefully have it on the stream later this week. Uh, but it was fantastic. I, I was really impressed with the Mayhem Nation showed up on the Vivo stream. Uh, I think I saw the numbers of something like, there's something like, a, there's a few hundred people on the Vivo stream, and I'm pretty sure half of them were you guys. I'm just saying, that's Absolutely. purely speculation on my part, but that doesn't mean it's unfounded. Um Google Mail, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> right. Yes, we do have... Uh, we have, we uh, have three very interesting three. variety of... Uh, we have three? Three, yes, <laughs> yes. Two more came in came in today. That's badass. I know. I'm all about this. <laughs> so hopefully this thing loads and it's not loading. Badical. Badical. Oh. Badass. All right, we'll try this again. <laughs> Fantastico. Sorry about that. Uh, I also want to uh, welcome the the cheat Uncle Crappy uh, into the into the uh, the chopping uh, the chopping club. The Hall of Chop. We need to we need to we need to like give T-shirts. To, I've been chopped to, to by the, the people. Exactly. Exactly. We can give what we got. Wojcik. Um, yeah, yeah, that guy that was with Wojcik. The guy that was with Wojcik. Who got it, who got it last year? Uh, who got it last year? Yeah. Uh, Spoon? No. Yeah, Spoon got it last year, didn't he? Well, yeah, he got it after the session. Meat uh, Shield. Meat Shield's Dr. Scooter go. says he got shot. Dr. Scooter, uh, Meat Shield, the cheat, Uncle, Uncle Crappy. Um, and, of course, me and you got to get, you know, bunches and bunches of shirts. <laughs> 
Well, there you go. There you go. Although Kay got chopped last year, but we're not allowed to talk about it. Well, <laughs> sick puppy. Sick, sick puppy got his fair sh- fair share. That's right. That's right. Ustream.com. You what? What? No, I'm going to. The no, you just thing. you're just doing things. You're just doing things. Just just throwing it right. out there. While you're bringing that up, uh, I wanna. Uh, I want to just throw this out there real quick. I finally got around to watching the movie Lipstick and Dynamite. It's all about the uh, the original female wrestlers. That movie's the shit. That movie is really good. That movie is the shit. Um, I enjoyed it thoroughly, so go and check that out. It's called Lipstick and Dynamite. Um, actually, I didn't see the end of it, but uh, I saw most of it. And, uh, well, that's yeah, man, especially they get old. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah they, they're true. old when the movie starts. You know, you know when the documentary is going to end. Let's just say that. Um, I'm having a complete technology fail here. I, I apologize. Guys. That's all right. It, it's an episode of the Wrestling Mayhem Show. It's we are made for technology failure. Yes, after after all this demonstration this week about how how to do your your deal. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and I apologize to the chat. I didn't turn on links. Apparently, I have to turn on your ability to share links every time. And every you have that in the chat now. every so, single um, time. Oh wow! This is completely not wanting me to do this. Um, that is fine. All I need to do is pull this over here, and we'll be okay. Yeah. Oh, good guys. Okay. Here is our forced voicemail, and I think it's the one you were uh, talking about earlier. Okay. Lunchbox. Let me. I have a challenge for the two of you, Mister Lunchbox. Mr. Sword. That's me. That's me. Stop reading wrestling blogs and see if it improves your opinion of watching wrestling. I have been an avid uh, reader of wrestling blogs, uh, and the problem that I found, and myself and my brother have both found this, is that you know everything that's going to happen, and thus when it happens, you're just like, oh, there it is. So. I challenge you, stop reading and see if it improves. But what say you? Well, see, we have a pretty good uh, we have a pretty good philosophy here of like stepping back away from those those uh, grand opinions of the of the you know the internet wrestling community and mm-hmm. all that stuff here. Uh, you know, we, we pretty much promote the you know stop bitching about it and take wrestling for what it's worth aspect on the wrestling mayhem show we've talked mm-hmm. about that several times here um and and uh, unfortunately being as long time wrestling fans as as we are uh i i think i think eventually it's not going to matter and you're going to see the patterns you're going to see right through the matrix that is professional wrestling mm-hmm. uh and, and as far as wrestling blocks I, I think all they really do uh especially since the majority of them aren't very good because they are well you know frankly they're you and me you know what i mean yeah, i mean they're, they're yeah. guys like you and me trying to trying to you know respond their opinion and everything which is really what we're doing but you know i hope we have more fun at it uh but i don't know yeah i i, I think i think uh staying away from stuff like that or will keep you uh from getting more cynical about it <laughs> I, I think i think you had something to say on this i did i did um this is i i, I received this um the text of this earlier, and uh, uh, you you're right. I didn't I didn't read any wrestling blogs all day, and and you know what the the air tastes sweeter, the 
colors are brighter, uh, orgasms are, are harder and messier. Uh, you were absolutely right. Except that you weren't, alright? Now let me throw this out there to you, okay? I, I have a job that takes up a fuckload of my time. As I've mentioned to Sorgatron, the only time I know what day it is is Tuesday nights because that's when I'm doing the Wrestling Mayhem show, okay? Now, um, I, I, will, I agree with Sorg. There's a lot of really shitty wrestling blogs out there, alright? I don't really read them. You know what I read? I read recaps. I read what happened on TNA, what, not as much anymore, I read what happened on SmackDown, because I just don't have a lot of time to read, to, to, to see these things, and uh, especially not before the show, um, I come straight from work to the show. Just fake it, I think, oh my god. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry, don't worry about that, there's nothing happening here, nothing happening here. Now, like I said, I, I, I read them, I read recaps, and things like that, now, uh, as far as as far as uh, opinions go, the people who are recapping their opinions do not become my opinions. Now, if I read about okay, let's say Rey Mysterio versus Batista happened on SmackDown, Batista won. Okay, now you may hear me talk about it on the show, and as far as I will say, it's oh. I heard Rey Mysterio fought Batista. I won't say, oh, that was a great match, or oh, that was a terrible match, because their opinions are not mine. And unlike some, I will not comment on things that I do not know what I'm talking about. So, wrestling blogs to me, the few that I read, provide a valuable service, because I'm a busy man. Don't always get to see all the wrestling. Hulu doesn't fucking post SmackDown right away, and I don't and I have think TV. The only issue you would have would be uh, the review you get if you're, say, getting them not from. Oh, the heater's on, hey. Uh, <laughs> not from, you know, necessarily WWE.com. Mm -hmm. It's going to be, you know, colored in the eyes that you got them from. Exactly. So there's I try. There. I try, and I, I'll, I'll look at other people's opinions. I mean, I don't, honestly, I don't even like to read um, on Wrestling Observer. They always post people's feedback for pay per views and stuff. I don't even like to read that because some of it is so stupid and so just bluntly retarded. I mean, if I let these people's opinions become my opinions. Um, I would probably be chugging down CM Punk's cock a lot harder than I already do. I mean, I think the worst thing, the only thing I can I can honestly say I'm guilty of is, again, I listen a lot to Between the Ropes. And you'll probably hear me come up with a subject or two. If you listen to them and us, you'll probably hear me come up with a subject or two uh, that from, like, a week prior. Because, of course, they record, like, while we're recording. And I listen to them on Wednesday and be like, wow, I didn't think about that angle. And somehow, you know... It turns in my head, and it turns into a conversation next week on the show. But that's going to happen with anything. Anything you read is going to turn into an idea and everything. So, uh, you know, I hope I, I hope we're not blatantly stealing as far as they go. But you know what? They've stolen enough from us over the years, so and they probably don't even listen. But you know, that's that's okay. It's podcasting. We help each other out. Uh, we and speaking of podcasting, helping each other out, we got another very special message coming up here. Yes. Well, I I do want to throw out there real quick. Um, Thank you for uh, for calling in. I do oh, yeah, yeah, thank you. I do appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, we do, we do, we do. That's our opinion. So. Yeah, that's correct. Wrestling Mayhem Show. This is the most reverend Father Spoon. Showadrinkhead.com. Hey, just want to say thanks for uh, doing a session with us at Pod Camp Pittsburgh 4. Thought it was a huge success, and 
Love beating the hell out of Tachi, as always. Well, he's pretty much an easy target to hit. But hey, just want to remind you guys and all your fans out there that this Sunday, the 18th, is the last day for the podcast awards. So make sure you get your nominations in. As always, yin the guys for the entertainment category. Should I drink that? Dot com for your food and drink. And uh, those crazy guys over there at the G Spot for the GLBT. Thanks again for a great uh, PodCamp Pittsburgh 4. Looking forward to drinking with you and the guys soon. And, well, I guess you could get Papuga to vote, but unfortunately she's probably going to hurt her wrist or something while she's trying to click the mouse. And <laughs> probably have to go to the ER or something. She's a little fragile. Later. I go, should I drink that? Bottle spoon and my Twitter going off. Uh, <laughs> that, my friend, is Tweet Deck. And it would be Tweet Deck. And it would be Tweet Deck. I've made the switch finally. Um, uh, yeah, great pod camp. Great time. Uh, thanks for everybody checking our sessions. Uh, they'll be on the stream here soon while I'm posted. Just keep an eye. Keep an eye on. But you know what? Speaking of pod camp, go over to Sorkatron.com and there is the first annual Sork Camp Awards 2009. Uh, have some fun with that. Mm-hmm. Um, one last thing, and we will get to our our first break in we'll be uh, calling up and setting up our first interview here on Russell Mayhem Show with one the fabulous international Shima Zion uh, here we go alright okay let's okay. talk let's right, talk let's first talk. let's talk about let's Monday see. Night Raw no. yeah that, that that blonde chick from that show I don't know her name but she comes in she makes the match for Mickey James defending the Divas title against Jillian fucking Hall. Yeah. Remember that bitch? The one that doesn't do shit on television all the time? Yeah, that one. So, uh, Mickey James defends her belt against Jillian Hall, who has not done, I don't think she's won a match since, what, two years, three years, five years, however the fuck long she's been. She hasn't won a match. Okay? And she is put in a Divas title match. Mickey James, for no reason. So, the match happens, and she wins! She wins the Divas Championship from the best women's wrestler in the whole world, Mickey goddamn James. Yeah, goes on like this right now, Mickey James. Wow. And she wins the title. How the fuck are we supposed to believe that Jillian Hall, that bitch that got her mole ripped off by the boogeyman, that's all she's known for! And she wins the Diva title. And then, oh, oh, that wrong bitch, she comes back out. She comes back out again and she goes, oh, oh yeah, you won, you won the title. Congrats, congratulations, Jillian Hall. You keep won, you got, that was the biggest upset in your career. That's exactly how she oh, found And now you face Melina for the Diva title. Right now. And Melina beats her. Okay, hold on. One thing. If we're gonna have the thing where Melina gets traded, why the fuck? Did she not wrestle Mickey James and then wrestle Jillian Hall? My, my Mickey James was obviously screwed out of the title, okay? And she better get one goddamn rematch against Maria, because she all she needs is one. She will smother her and choke her out with her roast beef curtain, and it will be done. You can you can mark that it will be done. So this is not over. Mickey James, I'm, I'm praying for it, because I know you deserve it. You got robbed, okay? Jillian Hall, fuck you. Long bitch who 
who was raw gets hurt this week. I don't know your name, but fuck you. Okay? It's, 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 <laughs> yeah, I can't fathom it. But, it will, it will be reprimanded, okay? It will be what? Recommended? Reprimanded. I, I don't know. That, he needs to do like a one-man, uh, one-man podcast like that. <laughs> so. Screaming and ranting on methamphetamines. Yeah, so, uh, while we listen to the first break, uh, we'll get, we'll get to the wrap up here with the fan mail voicemails and, uh, and uh, see if uh, Mr. Mr. Shima is available. Yes. Um, we are listening to uh, someone I've played on the show before, and uh, actually a pretty well-known artist, Del the Funky Homo Sapien. Um, you may be familiar with his music, but if you're not, he was a uh, member of Gorillaz for their first album, their first, their first single he was the lyricist on. Um, the name of the song in question is Jaw Gymnastics off of the excellent album Both Sides of the Brain off of Hieroglyphics Imperium Records. Um, Del the Funk, Funk de, bleh, Del the Funky Homo Sapien, Jaw Gymnastics. You're listening to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Enjoy. Check it out. Uh, Dell's back, go get your life preserver Aquaman with the flow, you might get murdered You get caught in the slipstream When I was 15, I was ripping You were shoplifting My accent on rap is smashing MCs be past this, didn't make the draft pick Come get your ass kicked You awful, it's lawful and breeze lightning Hit you with shit that's uncalled for Keep the jaw broke, try to simulate Give me your break, you rhyme purely functional Merely fills the gap I'm a rhyming mercenary, I'ma kill the track My Brainstorm cause a cloud burst Bring forth a rhyme like childbirth Style search Ferret out the whereabouts of lyrics Something you don't care about I eviscerate your mental state It destructs your state I'm a situation where I'm ways to get you back You're a feminine image It's far from intimidating Just my style you're imitating That's a sin to Satan Your corny insubordinate rhymes are like a porno flick Compared to Edgar Allen It's spread your talent thin You got a problem with balancing Your equilibrium is giving up Your symmetry is imagery Your videos are pretty dumb Oh, big budget, but my poetry you covet Mega destructive, you can't fuck with I'm loony with language This art form is truly a danger So I change it, never doing the same shit I'll make a profit off of oxygen Phenomenon with no homonyms Hit him with a sonic boom, eradication, naughty bloom Procure a insert a word with hypodermic earnest And leave your burning like a furnace Poetry protagonist, leave you having shake Advocate or whatever I'm imagining That's what's happening Party goers call me Yoda I use my force with fortitude Just short and groove and support my Let's follow along with the rhyme, y'all. I bet some of y'all get lost and can't find y'all. Just on a mission to let you know that I'm wrong with the jaw gymnastics barbels for your mind, y'all. I'm the difference between Hannah Barbera and Hannibal the Barbarian. The metal stiletto ghetto cesarean, word carrying clarion. My drum kicks got blood on the steel plume. Nasty, like crud on a deal, though. For real, dog. Biscuits bust and break a ball up on his billfold Better beware, boy, before this shoddy make your body prostrate Before this dope make your eyes dilate My rhymes are gyrate, irate, liquid spill Covering nine states, lifting crime rates Shifting earthquakes, casual amongst the ranks of race Bitch niggas get treated and took out like dates They lightweight, had that ass begging for another day like Nate Your hard boulevard facade to get your scar Get your shit served, preserved, backhand and jarred And labeled as a Fable. You're unstable, my methods on the mic make money under the table Hey, fuck you, digital TV or cable My cell phone be a satellite, I write at your label Hell, you can even send an email I rip that ass in 500k detail Use the 
seashell In the ocean of emotion, derelict notions of my delicate delivery devotion Minimal effort make our shit sound fat Delvon, smash boogie, we, we get down like that You know I grab the mic and hit the tip for tat Delvon, the smash boogie, we, we get down like that Let's follow along with the rhyme, y'all I bet some of y'all get lost and can't find y'all Just on a mission to let you know that I'm wrong With the jaw gymnastics verbal for your mind, y'all Let's follow along with the rhyme, y'all I bet some of y'all get lost and can't find y'all Just on a mission to let you know that I'm wrong With the jaw gymnastics verbal for your mind, y'all This is Marshall Bull Gambino. And this is delicious Jimmy DeMarco. And you're listening to the Wrestling Mayhem Show exclusively on WrestlingMayhemShow.com, bitch. Are you kidding on me? No, I'm just curious. It's the men of the Wrestling Mayhem Show at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Folks, we are back. We are back from break. I actually hear myself a lot better now in the headphones. Oh, so I turn it the right way. There we go. I guess. Did Excellent. This, is the thing backwards? Wait, it's, or like, it's this way. Hold on, hold it. No, no. Turn it the other oh, way. This is it. No, no, that's it. That's it. It's I think side. it just picks up everything. It's right over here. It's over there? Yeah, that's it? No. Yeah, no? yeah now it's facing me. I don't know. Our microphones are insane. Just it like doesn't know what it wants. Just like we are here on the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Uh, due to a slight technical difficulty, we are uh, a little bit delayed in our uh, our forthcoming interview with uh, the one and only Shima Zion, but that I, will... I blame I blame the phone service in, in West Virginia. Yes. He was on the phone, I hit the speaker button, and he went away, and now all I get, all I get is voicemail for five times in a row. Yes. So, so a little bit of trouble there, but uh, uh, we will have a Shima Zion for you. Let's, you know what, and, and so, so in the meantime, let's recap. We've had Shima on twice. We have had Shima on twice. Uh, one, one, one time he did a... Uh, but he did Batista's entrance. Yes, I think he was referred to as Baby Batista. Baby Batista. Uh, he just, uh, oh, he's calling. He's, he's calling, calling back. There we go. Hello, are you there? <laughs> hey, let me get you on. There he is. We found him. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and the only Shima Zion right here on the Wrestling Mayhem Show. I can only presume you're calling us from Mexico because the service isn't good. No, I'm actually not in Mexico right now, although I wish I was. But, um, no, my... Actually, what happened was my uh, phone charger decided to stop working tonight, so I'm calling you right now from my brother's cell phone. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay, okay. That's cool. Um, well, uh, coming into break, uh, we we were playing some clips from the, from your first time we talked to you. 
uh, here, uh, well, I guess that's about three years ago now. Uh, it's been a fucking while. <laughs> it's been a long time ago. Uh, uh, I guess the first question should be, uh, is your dream match still uh, the Ultimate Warrior uh, squash match, and have you heard from him since? <laughs> that's always going to be my dream match. You know, I don't care how far I ever go in wrestling. It will definitely be Ultimate Warrior, and it will go about three minutes, and I wouldn't want it any other way. Yeah, yeah. Fits. It fits. Did you did you catch any of him uh, in Spain? I don't, I don't know if there's any video out there, but I know I know his primo his promos uh, leading up to it were fantastic. Uh, I didn't see much of the promos, but I did see the match, and it was a classic. It was a classic. I was marking out the whole time. Obviously, <laughs> my dick was half hard during his entrance. I'm not gonna lie. I don't see anything wrong with that either. All about honesty here on the Mayhem Show. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, great. Excellent. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of which, like again, you're you're another uh, well-traveled uh, 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 wrestler here this week for for the second week in a row here. Uh, of course, everybody heard about those pictures over on WCWrestling.com of you defending the IWC title down in Mexico. Uh, how was the trip this time? Uh, it was it was pretty good. Um, definitely a different experience for me than the last time because the last time I went to Mexico, I was only there for one week. This time I was there for two months, so uh, it was it was kind of a culture shock, actually. But I mean, a lot of ups and downs. The way I describe my trip to Mexico this time to anybody who asks is simple. I say, for every good thing that happened to me, and there were a lot of good things, for every good thing that happened to me, something terrible would happen immediately after it. So. I had a hard time, you know, enjoying things down there. It was kind of a bittersweet experience, but I did have a great time, and I will be going back there uh, next month. So I'm looking forward to it. Excellent, excellent. So um, go back a little bit when we were when we talked to you uh, the first time around. Uh, you were just uh, uh, getting into uh, uh, your run as uh, Babyface Fire with Jason Gore and IWC. And that was a while ago. That was a while ago. Uh, you guys, you guys were a pretty good staple there in a while. How was that working with Gory uh, for for a bit there? Uh, it was fine. I mean, it was easy because Gory's been around. You know, since I started wrestling, we trained together and broke in at pretty much the exact same time. So it's always easier whenever you know you're with someone you train with. You guys kind of think alike in some ways. So teaming with Gory was pretty easy and uh, we had a lot of fun uh, the only thing that like I felt that was lacking was uh, competition because for a while there it seemed that the only teams that we were wrestling were the Gambinos sexual harassment and the Cleveland Mafia and it seemed like it was just those three teams for a pretty long time but uh, you know that was kind of frustrating because you know, we wanted to get in there with some other teams although we had fun wrestling with those three teams always uh, but we did get to wrestle the Motor City Machine Guns, and that was a blast, and 10 Dogs 20 and Josh Prohibition. So it was a lot of fun, man. It was good times. Yeah, I seem to recall, uh, did you, uh, uh, if, if my memory serves, at WrestleFest uh, the one year, uh, you guys actually faced the uh, NWA Tag Team Champions. Yeah, yeah, we did. We faced the uh, wrong crowd. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> um... And, and one one other thing I, I came across lately, uh, I, I came across a flyer for uh, AIW in Cleveland. And last time you guys were on, I heard of something called psychosexual panic. 
Carl, you know, the psychosexual panic. I've yeah. heard, I, I have heard, uh, Jimmy DeMarco preaches it to me practically. Um, <laughs> but I saw the name on a flyer in AIW, can, and, and I think I saw your name attached to it. Can you tell me what that's about up there? Yeah, psychosexual panic. Uh, I, I would compare it to like a, a 2009 NWO, only way sweeter. Um, <laughs> kind of like the Pittsburgh invasion, you know, in Cleveland, and it's myself, it's Jimmy DeMarco, and it's facade. And we have a good thing going up there. It's it's catching on. There's a lot of uh, bloodthirsty, diehard AIW fans, and uh, they seem to support our cause. And it doesn't matter, you know, how much shit we talk. They still love us for some reason. So, I don't know. So, but so it's kind of a. PSP, man. It, it's kind of a. It's kind of the reverse of the uh, Cleveland Mafia when they came down here to IWC sporting Browns colors. In a way, but uh, it's not so much focused on the Pittsburgh thing. It's mm-hmm. focused on you know basically that we are a throwback to you know wrestlers of the eighties because it's it's all decadent. It's partying. It's mayhem. Wrestling mayhem. That's what it is. But. uh... <laughs> No, that's what it is. It's a throwback to the decadence of the 80s. It's just, you know, it's about having a good time, getting drunk, you know, fucking some bitches. It's whatever, man. It's, it's BSP. It's psychosexual panic. And uh, I think it's going to take uh, AIW by storm. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, well, uh, when, when I uh, put on the Twitter stream that you're going to be on, we got uh, flooded with uh, questions today. So I want really? to get through some of these wow. fan questions. I make up. Well, last time you were on, you know, it was very impromptu. I, I know, I know, you were very upset. There were no questions for you. Uh, being that's in the okay. studio, I barely remember being there. To be honest with well, you. Well, that, that's true. <laughs> I, I think you had a, you threw a couple back beforehand. Um, although, although the Batista impression was awesome. Oh yeah. <laughs> Actually, some girl told me that she was searching for videos of me on YouTube. And of all the videos, she clicked on that one, and she was like, "Yeah, you were doing like a, a Batista impression." <laughs> I'm like, "Wow!" Of all the videos of me, you landed on that one. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, in a related note, they, there's a there's a video of Doc Remedy uh, being put in a headlock by a lawyer from a couple years ago. And when I ran into him about a year ago, he said that that's the only that's the first video that comes up under his name, not his practice. <laughs> so, nice. Nice. The nice. internet is a fun thing to fuck with. Um, <laughs> Uh, first from uh, Mad Mike uh, has uh, looks like a style question for you. Um, I believe I, 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 last time I saw you, you still got the long hair growing back out, right? Well, it's it's pretty long right now. I'm in my uh, Vincent Chase from Entourage uh, mode here. Nice. I've got a cur- curly afro, and I plan on keeping it this way. I I don't think you're gonna see the uh, old school Nikki Six uh, Shiva's eye on hair. Uh, that was back because you know, that's that's old. You know, that's 2004, 2005. I'm always in season, and uh, 2009 is all about the uh, the Jufro. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just answered the question without me asking it. Um, <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, how do you feel about uh, Norm leaving and uh, the situation going on with IWC right now? Uh, you know, it's hard to tell because, you know, everything's up in the air right now, but uh, I guess we'll see what happens after this number. I, I think it's... Actually, uh, the first time I heard about it was when I was in Mexico, and all I heard was um, Norm is done after December, so I was thinking instantly, you know, that means, well, that's the end of IWC, and, <laughs> you know, I'm all the way in Mexico, and it's just kind of, you know, for all the other bad things that were happening to me at the time down there, I was just like, 
great. And now IWC is closing as well. So I, I took it pretty hard in the beginning. And uh, I mean, I've been with this company since I was 16 years old. I'm 23 now, so I mean, that's it's pretty crazy to think about. It's a long time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I was thinking, wow, is this like the end of my beginning or the beginning of my end? I really wasn't sure, but uh, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, never say never. So uh, I don't want to say that December could be the last show. And I hope it's not. So, you know, we'll see. And uh, definitely wish all the best to Norm because, you know, a man's busted his ass to keep this company alive for years now. So I think he definitely deserves a much-needed break. <laughs> so best of luck to him. All right. Uh, and speaking of Mexico, uh, he asked if uh, you had any reg- uh, run-ins with D-Generation Mex and AAA. Yeah, those are my boys, man. Uh, Rocky, Alex, Xbox. Yeah, man. Uh, basically, I, I, I stuck with a lot of the uh, the foreigners down there since they all spoke English, and that was that was pretty pretty important for me because my Spanish isn't really that good, although it's gotten better. But uh, yeah, I'm actually real good friends with Rocky Romero, so I spent a lot of time with him down there, and uh, I'm cool with Koslov. And I met Xbox my second night in AAA. And uh, he's, he's cool, man. He's awesome. So I did spend some time with those guys. Uh, unfortunately, didn't get to wrestle with them. But uh, coming soon, I don't know. There's some possibilities. Uh, we'll see. Excellent, excellent. Um, I actually related it. I, I actually got a chance to watch some of your videos you had on your MySpace. It looks like an interview segment from down there. Uh, it, Interesting how how it's bilingual and everything. How how is that? Because I, I presume they're they're translating their questions as they're kind of asking them, translating them for the audience. How, how, what what is it like to get an uh, interview like that? Well, uh, actually, those guys can speak English. The guys that are the hosts of that television show. Uh, the story there was uh, that show is called Tercera Caída, which means uh, third round or third fall. You know, like in the Lucha, two out of three falls deals. Uh, but uh, the show's called Tercera Caída, and it airs um, prime time, like 8 p.m. on TV all over the country. And uh, what it is, it's like a sports center for Lucha Libre. Like, uh, nice. They review shows from all over the country, and they even review uh, some stuff going on in America. Like, uh, they did a recap of uh, our Leech TV show, and uh, they cover Raw and SmackDown and TNA. Actually, no, they don't cover TNA. But no one cares about TNA, so no big deal. But, um, <laughs> well, you just, recap, but, you just recap their entire first segment of fan mails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, but it's a really cool concept. You know, it's, I mean, obviously here in the States, it's kind of crazy for us to think that, you know, there's a TV show just devoted to recapping the results of, you know, professional wrestling. But uh, no, that's, that's prime time over there. And, uh, so I was pretty nervous because the show goes on live. Like, it's not a taped show. Like, that interview was aired live all over the country of Mexico. And so I was, I was a little nervous, man, because I've never done an interview on live TV before. But uh, I thought it went well. Uh, and, yeah, thankfully those guys speak English or else that probably would have been a nightmare. But no, it was a very cool experience. Very cool to do that. Uh, that brings up because I, I, I know, I, you know, we've asked this probably before of, like, the Gambinos when they went to Japan. When, uh, you know, of course, being in the ring, you have to communicate and everything. How does that work, uh, you know, the, the, the language barrier when you when you guys are in there? 
It's a secret, man. <laughs> <laughs> is it just hand signals or something? Or what's what's going on? Is there is there a common <laughs> wrestling code you know what he's telling us about? <laughs> I, you know what? I mean, pro wrestling is universal. Yeah. It's universal. And uh, I'd say the only country that it's a little bit more difficult in, well, I can't speak for other countries because I've only been to Mexico and Japan, but in uh, Mexico it's a little different because uh, the names of wrestling moves are completely different and uh, it's a completely different style of match altogether. Mm-hmm. So it can be pretty overwhelming uh, your first time down there, but uh, for some reason I don't really have that much trouble with it. Like, uh, for example, an arm drag is called a suplex in Mexico. Oh. So, <laughs> you know, that would probably, you know, surprise some people if they didn't know that. And uh, I know there's about three different names for uh, head scissors or hurricane rana, so... It, it can get confusing, but uh, I, I really don't have that much trouble with it. That's cool. That's cool. And uh, uh, and the last one from Mad Mike, he asks, uh, uh, pirates or ninjas? Pirates or ninjas? Yes. Well, since facade's my boy, I gotta go with ninjas. Excellent. Good answer. Uh, wrestle fan from Texas asks, uh, he says he saw on the internet uh, you wrestling some shows with CZW and Chikara here in Pennsylvania. Uh, what were those experiences like? They were good. Uh, first time I wrestled for Chikara was when I was 18 years old. Um, really young, actually. I think I only wrestled about 20 matches. And uh, I got to go to the Young Lions Cup. Uh, actually, fun fact, uh, not many people know this, Jason Gorey was originally supposed to go to the Young Lions Cup, but he couldn't make it, and I begged. You know, I was like, please, <laughs> let me take his place. And I got to, and... Um, I made a few more appearances for them uh, when I was 18, and uh, they didn't book me again for like a... Actually, you know what happened was, I would work Chikara like once a year. Like, I went there a few times in 2005, but then after that I wrestled there twice in 2006, and then I wrestled there like once in 2007, once in 2008. 2009's almost over, and I haven't been there this year, but... uh. I don't know, man. I would love to go back there. Always have a great time. And uh, CZW, I went there once when I was 19 years old, I think. Uh, I got booed out of the building. Uh, <laughs> I was kind of expecting that. But uh, I went back this year for the Best of the Best tournament, and uh, I went to the second round. I thought it was a good time. Uh, I recently actually saw the matches I had there, and well, they turned out well. And I think they have a good crew up there. And Yeah, I would love to go back, and... Uh, especially now with Facade's there, and he's doing big things over there too, man. Uh, if you get a chance, check out the Tangled Web, you know, highlight videos on YouTube. Uh, Facade, he tore it up over there in August. Nice, nice. Um, and we got a couple other questions here, I believe, from uh, Sean Brayfield. Um, he's asking if you could work with any wrestler from any company, alive or dead, who would it be and why? Well, that's, that's Ultimate Warrior, obviously, right? Yeah, we already know. Yeah, we already, we already covered Warrior. that. <laughs> if WWE were to contact you and offer you two choices, and he outlines both choices here, uh, you could be WWE champ for six months but have no promise of a roster spot after that, or sign a lifetime contract that had been card-level status, guys like Crime Time or Carlito and the like. Uh, which would you choose? Interesting. Uh, I think I would probably choose to be the champion for six months and then back to the indies and pretty much be a be a star <laughs> that's what i do no this is actually this is what i would do i would take them up on that i would be the heavyweight champion for six months 
that after I was future endeavored, I would go back to Mexico, <laughs> where then I would be treated like an even bigger star because WWE is huge over there suddenly. So that's what I would do. I think I would just get to the top of the card for a little bit and use this newfound fame and you know, take that with me back to Mexico. Forge your own path. Exactly. Excellent. Excellent. That's good answer. Um, well, we, uh, we received a letter today uh, from, from somebody that, that was, was asked to be read to you. Um, okay. Lunchbox, do you have this? Are you ready for this? Uh, let, me, let me pull it up here. I'll just pull it. Hmm. I got it over here if you want. Oh, you got it over there. All right. Yeah, we, uh, it was in our mailbox, but it was addressed to you, sir. So, yes. when I come over here, make sure you can hear me. Can you read that all right? No, I got it. I can hear, I can hear you loud and clear. All right. Warning, naughty language ahead. Dear Shima Zion, uh, before I get into this, should we just say who it's from? Uh, I, I think it'll be obvious, but go ahead. All right. Uh, this is from uh, Delicious Jimmy DeMarco. Well, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. Wait, before you start reading this, <laughs> I want to make one thing clear. Yes, me and Jimmy DeMarco, we are, we are two-thirds of psychosexual panic in Cleveland, but that doesn't change what's going on right now in Pittsburgh. For one, I haven't been to AIW in months, and last time I was there... Not to even start anything, but last time I was there, Trace Younger hit me in the head with a light bulb, and Jimmy DeMarco was nowhere to be found. Now, this could be because I put a bounty on his head about <laughs> three weeks before that, in which Ray Rowe, well, let's be honest, he beat the shit out of him. And, uh, you know, I'm not surprised that Jimmy DeMarco has a letter right now, because I haven't really talked to him since, since AIW, and, uh... Yeah, I'm really interested to hear what he has to say, so please read this. All right. <clears throat> Dear Shima Zion, the ass-beating I have lined up for you on December 12, 2009 is going to be a monumental moment in ass-beating history. Men will buy the DVD of A Call to Arms and use it as an instructional video, instructional video on how to properly slap the shit out of a bitch. I find it funny that the man whose hair resembles a 46-year-old woman's cunt is posting YouTube videos on how he's going to kick my ass. Shima, I'm going to kick you so hard in the tramp stamp on your lower back shoots up your ass and tattoos your goddamn tongue. I'm going to force a can of hairspray down your throat, then fucking strangle you so the hairspray shoots from your mouth and resembles my penis on a good Saturday night. I have dreams about shoving my foot into your ass, turning you into my personal pair of slippers, then participating in the walk to find a cure for breast cancer, autism, AIDS, herpes, or just a general stroll down a hard gravel road. I'm sure a world-traveled man like yourself is going to appreciate the world-class ass-beating I have in store for you, December 12th. I also appreciate you defending the IWC world title in Mexico and Japan for me. I actually have my first international title defense lined up for December 13th around 3.30 a.m. It takes place in DeMarco, Rico, located in the... F <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Located in the four corners of my bed where I will take on five challengers, two blondes, two brunettes, and possibly a redhead if I'm feeling extra spicy after beating the ever-loving shit out of you. You say the IWC fans turned their back on you. If that was really the case, I'm sure the moment they all turned around, you would be <laughs> knuckle-deep in every male fan with a smile on your face and your boner tucked in your waist. 
Shima Zion, it keeps going. Shima Zion talking trash on me is like the retarded kid in school trying to give a speech on graduation day. You bit off a lot more than you could chew when you fucked with me, but that's okay because swallowing large things has never been a problem for you, Shima. I would tell you that you will be my undisputed bitch on December 12th, but I don't want you to get all worked up and excited. I encourage the YouTube videos and hope to see more in the future. Thank you for your time. Sincerely, the master of MMA, Moist Muscle Arts, Juicy James DeMarco. Your response? You know, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that he would write something as filthy as that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not surprised at all, you see, because this is exactly what I'm talking about in my YouTube video, which if you haven't seen yet, all you have to do is type in my name on YouTube, and look, and look, and look, and eventually you will find it. <laughs> so you see, that's what Jimmy DeMarco does. Everything is a joke to him. You know, I put a bounty on his head, Ray Rowe takes him out, embarrasses him, and that's all, that's all he's got to say, is just a bunch of, you know, jokes about gay shit. Well, I'm not surprised one thing. I'm not surprised, because he can't take anything seriously. <laughs> And, you know, that's, that's what he does. I mean, he has to entertain everyone. He, he always feels like he has to be the center of attention. He has to make everyone laugh. Well, all i got to say to him, I'm not going to take the bait. I'm not going to get worked up over this. All I'm going to say is, December 12th, Jimmy, nobody's going to be laughing anymore. Trust me. I promise you that. No one will be laughing. Hell, if anyone's going to be laughing, it's going to be me. I will have the last laugh because December 12th, Jimmy, it won't be Norm Connors. Final night in wrestling, it will be yours. Promise you that. Promise you. Excellent. Excellent. Speaking of which, speaking of IWC, uh, you will be defending that title. First, you got to get through before you get to Juicy James DeMarco. You got to get through the Patriot. Are you worried? Well, I'm a little worried. I mean, have you seen the size of that guy's pecs? Yeah, they were ridiculous. He's a beefcake. I will give him that. He's a beefcake, but at the same time, he's like, what, like 50 years old now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not too worried. I've got Ray Rowe. I've got Shane Taylor. I've got Logan. I've got the Irish Airborne. A lot of people have got my back. So if uh, the Patriot tries to do anything, anything at all, that might jeopardize me being the heavyweight champion, well, obviously I have some backup. Because you know what? I want to have that title. I don't want anyone to even try to take it away from me because I want to defend it against Jimmy DeMarco. Because you're not going to see any pro wrestling cliches on the 12th. There's no passing of the torch. Hell, if that's the last night of IWC on December 12th, good. So then I can retire as the final and greatest IWC heavyweight champion ever. And I will use this belt as a doorstop. And when I'm using it as a doorstop, I will wear it around my waist. And I bang Jimmy DeMarco's mother every night. <laughs> oh, yeah, she likes it. Trust me, she likes it rough. And then, after I'm done doing that, I'm going to take this belt. I'm going to sell it. It's made out of gold. I'm looking at it right now. I'm going to sell it, get some money, and I don't know. I'll just buy a bunch of alcohol, maybe a VIP room at Diesel. I don't know what I'll do, but something, something monumental. Excellent. That's uh, next Saturday, October 24th. Uh, over at the Big Spring Area Community Center in Newville, PA. Information for that is at uh, IWCWrestling.com. Hacksaw Jim Duggan's going to be there. Yeah. He is. So. I, I got no comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be there. Now, if the Ultimate Warrior was there, I might be interested. But Hacksaw, okay. There you go. There you go. And then, and then a week after that on... Uh, I'm sorry, the day before that, actually... 
on October 23rd in Strongsville, Ohio, you'll be attending uh, Drag to Hell with Absolute Intense Wrestling. Yeah, I know you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, in Strongsville, uh, Faith in Nothing that night will be the opposition. Well, I hope they they got faith in something because uh, it's going to take them a miracle from God to get their Shima Zion in Strongsville. I can promise you that. Excellent, excellent. How how is I, you know I hear a lot about AIW and the Cleveland scene up there. How how does it compare with IWC? Like, uh, it seems a little crazier. It's you know what? It's a different atmosphere. It's a different type of show. It's marking the two different types of fans. Okay. Uh, the AIW fans, I think it's a more uh, more mature demographic. Obviously, I think we can all tell by the videos on YouTube and DVDs if you've seen any. Uh, They've got, they've got beer, you know, cheap beer, so the fans like to get drunk, uh, a lot of violence up there, and uh, the more adult-oriented show, or IWC tries to be a more family-oriented show, but uh, they're both good products, and what AIW do, is doing right now is, uh, it's good, man, they've come a long way, and uh, I'm proud to say that, you know, I wrestle there, because I, I was, you know, there was times when I dreaded going up there, but... I gotta say they've they've really improved. They've done a 180, and uh, I'm really happy for them. Excellent, excellent. Well, anything else you want to toss out there? Any other any other shows you wanna you want to plug before we let you go tonight? Uh, I don't know. Uh, DTU anniversary in Mexico City on November 28th. Uh, really excited for that. I can't announce my match just yet, but uh, I'm sure you'll all be seeing it online soon. And uh, I look forward to seeing all three of my Mexican girlfriends down there. Now, you don't know what that's like. I'm a little worried, actually, because what are the chances of all three of these girls being at my show? Pretty good chance, so I don't know what's going to happen if that that goes down. I mean, I know a lot of people listening right now probably never even had one girlfriend, so they can't really relate. But, well, if they did have a girlfriend, too, I'm sure she was straight butterface, but... Let me tell you what, three girlfriends at one time that don't even speak the same language, that's not easy. That is not easy. So, that's going to be the real challenge for me. Not my match. My real challenge is going to be trying to, you know, get through the night with three girls in one place. Oh, I don't know what to think about it right now. That's all I got. That's all I got. Excellent, excellent. One last favor to ask you. We've had on you on three times now, and uh, we actually never got a liner for you for the show. Can, can we get a real quick... This is Sheeman Zion. You're listening to Wrestling Mayhem Show, however you want to play it. Okay. All right, whenever you're ready. All right, hang on. This is the IWC World Heavyweight Champion, international superstar, Mexican celebrity, and Filipino supermodel, Shima Casanova Zion. And you're watching the Wrestling Mayhem Show. All right, thanks a lot, Shima. That's amazing. That blew your mind. That's awesome. Go check out Shima Zion. Like you said, he's all over YouTube. Check out myspace.com slash Shima Zion. Anywhere else people find you? No, that's pretty much it. Excellent. Thanks a lot. Thank you for your time, sir, and you have a good night. And good luck next week against the Patriot. Thank you for having me. All right, thanks. Later. All right, guys, Shima Zion. Great interview from the uh, the wonderful the Filipino supermodel Shima Zion. Always a good time. Always a good time. So uh, I think we're going to hit another break here, sir. 
Works for me. What are we listening to? Um, well, I decided to do something a little different, a little bit of electronic music this week um, from the band Papineck. Papineck? Papineck. P-A-P-I-N-E-K. Uh, off of the album Tonight We Attack, interestingly enough, from Papineck Records. Um, Is that irony? I, it could be. It could be wacky coincidence. I don't know. Wacky! Uh, but the name of the song is Address, and uh, I hope it's something that you guys are going to enjoy. The band is Papinek. The song is Address. And this is the Wrestling Mayhem Show.
Polywhacker, bitches! Watching the Wrestling Mayhem Show. This is awesome. Online at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. And it is the third segment here on the Wrestling Mayhem Show, where we typically talk about the MMA, but there is we are papugulous. Yeah. That song was a little more mellow than I remember it being. I'm sorry, folks. What's that? Uh, that song was a little more mellow than I remembered. My bad. Well, that's okay. That's okay. If, if they're on the podcast, they skip past it anyways, and, and it's cool. Unfortunately... You there in the chat rooms? Yeah, you're a captive audience. Sorry about that. So correct. Um, like in a cage. And of course, that was Mish Ashley Hoover. If you go to WrestlingMayhemShow.com, there is a little post about her. Last night, she was featured on a show called Manchester Star, mm-hmm. uh, singing a little Melissa Etheridge. Uh, I'm the only one, if I recall. Um, did a great job there. Got some positive notes, uh, including. Don't wear the heels next time. Uh, <laughs> uh, but go over there, ManchesterStar.net, I think it is. It's over there at uh, WrestlingMayhemShow.com. And give her a vote. It is a dollar per vote, but you can vote as many times as you want. And it does go to a good cause in the Boys and Girls Club. Uh, so go check that out. And you can see the video of her performance. She's about five minutes in right there on the week to rewind. Uh, so go scope that out and help out a friend of the show. And, uh, of course, she's the one that you just heard there from JYY. Helped us out with those Mayhem Show tags that we play several times for the show because mm-hmm. they are the most awesomest professional thing that we have in our disposal, thanks to her. <laughs> it's true. It is uh, true. <laughs> Ain't no denying it. That's right. And uh, I'm hoping you got something to talk about after all that build-up, sir. I do. I do, as a matter of fact. Um, it's, it's a little sad, but um, Captain Lou Albino, 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 it doesn't matter. Um, he's, uh, he's not doing so well. He's fallen ill. Uh, he's at home with his family, and he's uh, under hospice care, which uh, generally means that it's not likely he's going to make a turnaround. Uh, that's what hospice care is. So, um, But uh, he is accepting donations from... Uh, Wrestlers Rescue, uh, re- that's available at wrestlersrescue.org. Um, which great is a, cause with uh, Don Marie is involved with that. Yes. I think heads that up. Yeah. Uh, helps out all the wrestlers who, um, who need it. So uh, it's great, and we're very sad. I know Lou Albano is uh, he's a legend. He, I mean, he was a big part of all of our childhoods. So one way or the other. And he was Mario. So... And he was uh, he was Cindy Lauper's dad. That too. So that too. So I mean, I was just actually just flipping through that. Uh, not the big book of wrestling, the uh, uh, the untold history book mm-hmm. that they just put out of the magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was a lot of Lou Albano, a lot of Cindy Lauper at the beginning there. I thought it was really cool. Uh, uh, you know, bringing back those memories. Um, you know, of course, Missy a little more than my, me because uh, uh, she's she's uh, was more in that era. Mm. You know, a couple years in, but uh, you know, it's yeah, Lou Albano. Yes. So, our our thoughts and prayers do go out to him. Yes, he was and freaking his, Mario and his yes. family. Yes. Um, side note: There are a lot of the Super Mario shows. Uh, I actually have a tape. Our uh, Sergeant Slaughter guest host on it. And, well, guest stars on it, and uh, Jake Snake Roberts, I think, makes an appearance. If oh, yeah. I'm not mistaken. Hmm. So, 
Very interesting. If you, uh, they're also available on DVD if you want to check those out. I think they have a set of them. I think they're available on Netflix and everything. So, yep. So they're on Fantastic. Oh, yeah. I want to do the Mario. That's what I want to do. We need to queue that up. Yes, we do. We we'll see about that. We'll see about that for the next break. Yes. Um, <laughs> MMA. MMA. What's going on in the world of MMA? MMA. Um, Oh, wait, actually, before that, one shot, since we were talking about Mario, mm-hmm. uh, I, well, I was, you know, got home a little later today. And, oh, uh, no. I, I, don't, I don't have cable, and of course, as, as, as many of you know. And uh, But there's those uh, wonderful side channels, like like there's Channel 11 here, WPXI, but then there's like 11-2, which is retro TV. And they play uh, The Incredible Hulk followed by Knight Rider every day, which is fantastic. <laughs> like is fantastic. Like 6 and 7 o'clock. Great alternative when all there is is the news. Um... And uh, uh, we we tuned in, and uh, there was wrestling on the Incredible Hulk. Oh, really? Was, his friend was a midget wrestler or something, and uh, I unfortunately dozed off. But it was uh, <laughs> it, but there was like two guys like in the middle of the ring like working out a match really bad, uh, and and skeezy uh, promoter. So it was very accurate for the eighties. Um, so you know, oh yeah, too bad Jake Roberts doesn't have any recollection of that. Oh. Well, that show was an acid trip, so of course he accepted the offer. Um, <laughs> sorry. No, we love Jake on the show. Really, we do. Real, we really. do love Jake. We, we do. We are big fans. He was one of my favorite wrestlers when I was young. Yeah, see here. I had the fucking WWE action figure that nothing moved except his arm, which for some reason it's just... It was Jake this yeah, like punch. one arm. I had that one, too. Yeah, it was the Python punch, which he never did. The Python punch... Never got once called by one Gorilla Monsoon. No. No way. What's the other one? Gorilla Monsoon. Gorilla Monsoon. What the fuck? Good stuff. Yeah. Well, let's get in some MMA here. Um, Chocolate Elf, still going strong. And appearing on uh, The Simpsons. And yeah, that too. There's a, actually in the Delicious account, there is a link to that. So uh, go scope that out. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let me see. I'm bringing up my notes here. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, Chuck Liddell, is, is he the one that announced his next opponent that I uh, made a note of? I don't believe so. No, somebody else did. Maybe it was... I think that was... Um, I did see that. Uh, somebody's facing Forrest Griffin. I remember that. Oh, uh, that's... Yeah, that's pretty fucking awesome. Um, uh, Tito Ortiz was scheduled Tito to Ortiz. fight um, somebody. And the guy had to bow out through a training injury. And he's being replaced by Forrest... Fucking Griffin, mm-hmm. and you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say this: Forrest needs to win. Not only does he need to win, he needs to win in a very dominating fashion. One, to get himself back on top of MMA. Two, to erase the memory of him uh, running like a little bitch from the ring after his loss to um, uh, Spider Silva. And three, he just came out with a fucking book. He's got to improve his image immediately. So he has to win. He has to beat Tito Ortiz. This is a good opportunity for him. So I feel. he has to win for book sales. He, yeah, he has to win for a lot of reasons. I mean, it's easy to sell a book in WWE because they'll book you to win. Mm-hmm. Same with movies. You know what I mean? In in MMA, you rise and fall on your own credibility. And you know what? Running out of the ring was the worst thing he could have done for his book sales. Uh, he didn't stay for the interview. Nothing. So he has to beat the returning Tito Ortiz, and he has to do it well in an entertaining fashion or as quick as possible. That's my opinion on that. All right. All right. And, uh, well, uh, the other interesting news was UFC, 
I want to say 104, they are showing the preliminary matches on Spike. Yes, I did hear about that. Which is cool. I guess they did this for, uh, if I re remember what I read, 103 they did this. Um, Spike TV telecast prelims recently for UFC 103 on September 14th. It managed to pull 1.4 million views viewers, which was a good number two in the coveted male 1824 demographic. <laughs> so that's well, pretty cool. You're getting pay per view, you know, quality fights, you know, mm -hmm. on the lower end for free. So, you know, I, they need to do that. They really need to, you know, any chance to garner more fans on that, you know, the channel they have, anyways. Mm -hmm. Why not? So, in other uh, semi MMA news, that crazy Vince McMahon is talking again. To the press uh, and saying great things. He was discussing uh, with an AP, with the AP uh, their switch to PG programming, mm -hmm. and he says, "Well, we just followed our audience and tried to listen to them." McMahon said, "It's a more sophisticated product. It's just it's just the right move business-wise, but more specifically, the right move in terms of reaching our audience." Uh, McMahon also used the word sophisticated to explain the UFC is in competition. You really can't compete with that, he said. Why not deliver a more sophisticated product and not go to those extremes? If the audience wants those extremes, they know where to go and how to get it. What? And it looks like they're going there because they just got beat by uh, Kimbo Slice last week. Mm -hmm. So, if, if uh, from what I'm hearing. So, yeah. Crazy McMahon. Crazy McMahon. Speaking of Kimbo Slice. Speaking of Kimbo Slice. Yes. Let's find it. Um, Speaking of Kimbo Slice. I believe it's UFC 107. He's going to be fighting. Hold on. I'm having a little trouble here. He can't, is he going to be main eventing that? I don't, think I don't, it's, I don't think it's going to be a main event. It can't be. I, I mean, they have to protect themselves by protecting him. Right. You know, keep him out of that top spot. People are going to be very sorely disappointed, I think, when they get to that. So. Mm -hmm. He's got a long way to go before he can main event. But, I mean, he, he did mean ratings in The Ultimate Fighter. Mm -hmm. uh, they're talking about, yeah, uh, UFC 107, Kimbo Slice versus Houston Alexander is possible. Um, right now, the rumored card, um, I guess none of it's actually announced, um, they're talking about that. They're also talking about uh, BJ Penn versus Diego Sanchez, which would be a great fight. Uh, Kenny Florian versus Clay Guida. Diego Alves versus Paulo Thiago. Um, this is just this is just you know preliminary talks right now. Of course. But um, I mean that just goes to show. I mean, Kimbo was eliminated from the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, he already has been eliminated and. I mean, even before the fight where he got eliminated aired, Dana White was saying Kimbo's going to be fighting in the UFC. So. It's a foregone conclusion, and it does approve, you know. Mm -hmm. It's not the talent that makes you in there. It's, uh, you know, all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's the UFC. It's a business. Exactly. It's a business. Boxing, it's a let's be honest, you know, boxing has kind of been the same way for a while. Mm -hmm. you know? it's, why, it's why Brock Lesnar got the title shot so quick. Exactly. Because he exactly. puts asses in seats. Asses in seats, which, uh, wow, that sounds like some old uh, wrestling terminology there. I it don't does. know. Ew. Ew. So, we have any more UFC over there? Um, no, I got nothing. All right. My humble apologies. 
well, if you're watching this show, then you're probably missing Matt Hardy and Scare Tactics tonight. Yeah, yeah, well, you know. Sci-fi, you're wise. Fuckers. Um, I have nothing for that, I'm sorry. All I can think of is I hope he jumps higher than, uh, than Elijah, Elijah, I almost call him Elijah Wood, than Elijah Burke did a couple years ago on Ghost Hunters. Man, that was some good <laughs> that, stuff. That was hilarious. Um, former WWE diva was rushed to the emergency room. Diva Tori Wilson was mm. hospitalized on Monday night. Um, said big scare for tonight. She said on Twitter. Uh, I'm sorry, on her Facebook page. That's uh, all the same. Uh, it says it was in emergency room. Thought I was heading up to heaven for a minute there. Um, like I put on my Twitter earlier. That's why I got confused. Just see what you fucking did. Okay. Stuff about Jesus. So there you go. If you're a Tory Wilson fan, um, stuff about Jesus. Stuff about Jesus. You know. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Oh, I have a really weird uh, CZW video that somebody put in the chat room earlier. So. Hmm. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I the, people are getting ahead of me in the news, guys. People are getting way ahead of me in the news. Yes, Marsh Simpson was the one that bumped Tracy Brooks from the cover of Playboy. <laughs> I have an image right here. It's over in Delicious. Um, there it is. There, there's, there's a Marge Simpson on the cover of Playboy, mm-hmm. which I thought was really funny because I, I heard about her being in Playboy and then watching the MMA where she's trying to bring down MMA because it's too, it's too much. <laughs> um, and there she is on Playboy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So there you go, TNA. You got beat by a cartoon in the nudity factor. It's understandable. She has really weird boobs. She Not does Marge. have really weird boobs. Not Marge, but um, uh, well, I don't know. We haven't seen them yet. We'll find out. That's true. I think we we'll have to pick up that issue. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's kind of that's a uh, that's monumental right there. It's like when they had they had Laura Croft in there once, didn't they? You know what? They had some. Yeah, they had the term, uh, Tomb Raider type feature, and I guess she's a uh, model that uh, played her in some. No, I thought it was actually just a the computer image that topped. No, 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 no. It, no, that was no, Blood Rain. Me, I have this issue. Um, <laughs> I did. No, I'm, I'm thinking of Blood Rain. Blood Rain. Oh, there was the one where they did have like computer generated generated images of like Blood Rain and all these characters yeah. um, on nude in there. It was very awkward. Very not hot at all. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. Really weird. Um, Paul Anka, he's still alive. Entirely unrelated. I apologize. So <laughs> that is a thing from the Riz. So Playboy is Playboy is turning into hentai. Uh, he's actually right. That's pretty much what hentai Daddy, is. Yeah, I mean, it's not like we haven't seen her naked if you looked on the internet. So, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, in other news, let's get through a couple of these and then we'll get to a break here. I'm going to try to wrap on time tonight and uh, let's see if somebody can join us on the on the, on the the Mayhem lines. Word. Yeah. It sounds like a plan to me. I can dig it. We're kind of loose. It is kind of a slow news week as far as things go. Like I looked I looked in Delicious and there was like three items. I'm like, shit, we got to do some digging. <laughs> so uh, the big... Oh, actually, we'll hold that off until he gets in here. I'd lost my delicious. I'm sorry. I'm no sorry. Knows. I apologize. 
apologize. Oh, I'm uh, working on it. <laughs> working on it. Uh, but that's okay because... Well, that's Teddy Biasi talking. Um, hey, there's an official sponsor for WrestleMania 26. Oh, yeah! Slim Jim! So, I, I imagine many calls, many calls from the Macho Man uh, leading up to WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. So, uh, expect that to be starting. I know he's been on a bit of a hiatus. Uh, eight balls in Hawaii or something, I don't know. Uh, getting ready for Christmas, maybe. Uh, you know, because he'll presents and eight balls to boys and girls. Uh, <laughs> select your, yeah, select your pun there. TNA's first home closing and scheduled to be torn down. Yeah, the uh, the asylum. The, the asylum, asylum, also known as the Tennessee State Fairgrounds. <laughs> it's because nobody the, nobody will buy it. They the original for sale at first. The original home of the TNA pay per view events, um, and I believe the early no no, uh, no never mind when they started Impact even on FSN I think they were in Orlando, um, but yeah it's being teared down and they're de- going to develop the land, so that's up there. What else is going on? Former star says that he's going back to WWE. Umanga. Which, actually, didn't he just show up on the commercial for the Hulkamania tour? Yeah, actually, I I believe that's I wonder how that's going to work out. Yeah. So, um... And also, Steve Austin also implying that he could come back. Right. I wish he'd make up his mind. Yes. Uh, there is an interview with him on the UK Sun on the podcast. I did not get a chance to, to listen to it today. I'm sure I'll get to that tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, he's... Uh, uh, the quotes from it uh, said, said the WWE Hall of Fame package helped him put his career in perspective. He said, that hit me so hard. He said, uh, it was five or six minutes long and finally helped me understand and really accept my, and my impact. Uh, after seeing what they... After seeing that, I really uh, want to be judicious with my returns to the WWE, as I want them to really be really impactful and well written. Everyone knows how critical I am of creative. Mm-hmm. So there you go. It's over there at the UK Sun. We got a link right there. See, it's interesting though that he would he would say these things, like implying that he would come back, because uh, they asked him to be a guest host. I heard, and he turned it down. Really? Yeah. And this is this is just what I heard. Speaking of guest hosts. Ozzy Osbourne's coming up. True. You which that I, you know it's going to be intelligible, but it's going to be fun. I expect that to be pre-taped, by the way. Uh, yeah, I would just go with that. I mean, really, give Ozzy Osbourne a live mic would be uh, just as dangerous as giving the Iron Sheik a live mic. That would be awesome. Um, so, yeah. yeah. But before that... Snoop D. Dolezal. I think I fucked that up. Sorry. I'm so white. <laughs> Double G, West Side Snoop Dogg coming to motherfucking Raw. That that you know Snoop Dogg is somebody I think everybody listening to this show can relate to. Absolutely. Tell me if I'm wrong, but the man is down with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. He is down with the professional wrestling, and he just has music that's nice and I can uh, dance to. Fuck yeah, Snoop the Double G coming on the other illegal activities. Raw gonna be off. The hizzy. Off the hizzy, my hizzy. I think it's going to be some good stuff. Yes, some good stuff. The parents won't understand it, but we'll love it. Um, Moving on, uh, actually, there's a good uh, link. I I like Diva Dirt. I'm starting to become a fan of this Diva Dirt website. 
one, they, they had the interview a few weeks ago with Shelly. No, wait. Yeah, Shelly Martinez. Uh, they had an interview with uh, Portia Perez. That was pretty good. Um, but when there's, you know, every week there's photo shoots with the knockouts in the WWE. And I never find out about them until you're drooling all over, all over them. Or it's Mickey James and Russell fans all over his meat curtains. And, you know, and, and, I, don't, and I don't know. You just said meat curtains. What? What? I had, uh, I had a flashback. Um, <laughs> but there's these, I think this is a weekly column where they, they talk about everything, you know, each of the photo sets. And they have... They have a rating on whether I should waste my valuable time uh, watching not for safe material at work. Um, meat curtains. Meat curtains. Moving on. So, uh, and, and this this week's features the the wonderful uh, football outfits from that. So, don't I tell thought, them. Actually, I thought it was the muscle and fitness. I didn't get that far. Sorry, dude. That's TNA. I'm sorry. Didn't get You're that far. You're talking about diva dirt. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. That's that's in here too. My that's bad. In here too. My bad. Um, yes. Another pay per view name change. Now I, I had this bookmarked a couple of weeks ago, and I, I forgot to bring it up. But there was a uh, <laughs> there was a uh, uh, survey that went around about that seemed to allude to changing the name of No Way Out to something about either Elimination Chamber or No Escape from Despair or something like that. <laughs> there were like a few choices, and of course, I'm like, yeah, that'll suck. Way to go, creative. So officially, No Way Out has become Elimination Chamber. Yes. So we are changing all the pay-per-view names to names that lack creativity. Well, actually, there's uh, there's another one. Really? Another one went out. Uh, the pay-per-view in May. What's the May pay-per-view? I want to say Unforgiven. Okay. Well, they're looking at changing the names. The three names in question are Riot Control, War Games... I know that's what I, that was my exact reaction. Or multimania. What was the first one? Riot control. Riot control. I think could war- they be bringing back? Do you think they would do that? I think they might. I think they'd be fucking awesome. I think war games is. I, I mean, of the three, war games is high and above the best choice. Yes, but but I, you can't do war games without doing war exactly. games. And it has to be. I mean, they gotta be doing something like maybe like Dusty Rose becomes the uh, the GM for the time being or mm-hmm. something. You know? actually... And it says, "War games, bitches! You already fucked over my Great American Bash. <laughs> Texas was... bull rope in a cage. Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. Dusty finish. Uh-oh. Can he call his own finish the Dusty finish? I think he'd have to. I, I mean, I guess so. I guess so. But um, I was actually just watching uh, an old War Games yesterday. Oh yeah, which on one? Starcade. What? That's not right. No. Because it was always a fall brawl. I thought War Games was um, the two rings next to each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's Starcade? It was on the Starcade DVD. That's weird. It was. Uh, it came down to uh, Sting and uh, Lex Luger, I believe. Interesting. Yeah, it was very confusing. Abdullah the Butcher was there, so I was happy. You sure it wasn't the fall of D- the WCW? It all uh, blends absolutely together. Absolutely positive. Huh. Yep. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastico. Uh, hey, Maurice is coming back. Did you hear? French Fantastico. Lay uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to the news here. Uh, after a, a quick break, we'll uh, see if somebody will join us here on the line. And uh, and we'll wrap up the show and we can get to our pawn campiness for the post show. Yes. 
So what are we listening to, final and foremost? That's oh. wrong. Oh, we're taking a break. We're doing yes, another break. Uh, okay. Sorry. Well, sorry. Okay. I was this, a little subtle with is it. This, this is the last break, right? Yeah, it is. All right. Um, folks, name of the band. Nude. From Nude. The, from the album Panic Attack off of Club Stream Orange Records. The name of the song, interestingly enough, also Panic Attack. Mm. Nude. Panic Attack. Nude. Wrestling. Nude Panic Attack. That's right. Wrestling Mayhem Show 189. 189. Enjoy.
do you do? What does the Chachi do in his spare time? In my spare time? Yes. Well, I have this uh, whole monkey masturbation thing. No, 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 the other thing. Oh, my blog? You know how hard it is yeah. to teach a monkey to suck your dick without feeling it? It is really hard. <laughs> Hi, this is Kevin Eastman, co-creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you're listening to the Wrestling Mayhem Show! The men of the Wrestling Mayhem Show. No, you didn't do that, did you? At WrestlingMayhemShow.com Yay! Uh, for those on the webcam, yes... Uh, DJ Lunchbox was teaching me how to do the Muppet arms. Um, yay! yay. <laughs> so if I've done this correctly and I've plugged all the right holes in and the slots and everything, there should be a man, Mike, saying hi right about now. There is nothing plugged in my hole, sir. Oh! oh that's not what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, often they say that you sound better than we do here in the studio. But, you well, know, that, you sound... that's because uh, my sound gets better with each win in oh, fantasy oh, football. Oh, oh, wait, now we're going there. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say you sound better than Lunchbox does directly beside me. Uh, but ah. now that you have brought in it, let me tell you something. I was bamboozled this week, sir. Okay, I don't know. I don't know how you got to my workmates that gave me bad, falsified information about about the Manning in my lineup that I decided to finally put in after all these weeks, but that he was hurt, I was told, like Wednesday, and I didn't even, I didn't even see what happened to Flacco that I got like... Well, well you see, Sorg, that's why I check ESPN Sundays at 12.30 before the, one, the, before the 1 o'clock game start. I was sitting there before pod camp at 6 in the morning. I had not seen the reports. I was busy, sir. I was te- busy teaching the people, the masses, um, the so was 15 I, I, people in my classroom. Uh, so was I, and I won my matchup. Oh. Um, sir, last time I looked, you have a Yahoo Fantasy Football thing on your iPhone. <laughs> yeah, but I can't actually make any trades with it. It just shows oh, me what's well, going on. Well, yeah. then that's an epic fail, then, that isn't it? an epic it? fail. Somebody needs to fix that damn thing. So, <laughs> I'm tanking, and I'm in the middle of the conference. Fix my team. There should be a fix-it button on that. Besides, Sorg, if it makes you feel better, I could have sat my quarterback, and I still would have beat you. No, it doesn't. Why would that make you feel better? No, it, it, no, it's one of those things. If I lose, if like in one, both my other leagues, I lost. So, I checked the optimal lineup thing. So if I lose, up. even if I had played my best guys that week, I don't feel nearly as bad about it. You know it's great to have? Steelers. <laughs> good to have Steelers. It's good to have Steelers. That's right. You know it's really great to have? What's that? An undefeated record. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. Um, Give it time. What was that? That would be oh, sorry. That was my phone. Oh, that was okay. It is on silent now. I, 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 I apologize. There's so many phones and gadgets in this room, I thought something bad was happening. No, it's actually not here. Yeah, for once. <laughs> so I, I, I wanted to bring you on because I guess the big the big thing this week that kind of I, I caught me by surprise, but the big diva trade that happened this week out of oh, nowhere and my the God. and the awkward awkward trade up of the divas to the, the you know, the Barbie belt uh, over there. On, on, uh, on Raw Monday night, that uh, Russell fan let us know his thoughts for three minutes earlier 
tonight. Uh, but have you guys have you guys seen the names that that got traded and everything? By, by the way, when Mickey James was wearing that belt, I I heard they called it the Arby's title. That's not true, is it? Uh, depends on who you <laughs> ask. Depends on who you ask. So so here here's the lineup so far. Of course, uh, Melina went to SmackDown or came from SmackDown to Raw. Beth Phoenix is getting sent to SmackDown. Mickey James also going to SmackDown. Uh, Rosa Mendez coming to ECW from Raw, where she'll be lost in obscurity. Bri and Nikki Bell coming to Raw again from ECW, like they haven't been there for every guest GM so far. Which is funny. Do you remember how short, what a short time period it was when they got traded to ECW from Raw? Yeah, they just got put over there on the trade, the yeah. draft. Yeah. And half the time they were on Raw anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think the only appearance they actually made in ECW was for the Abraham Washington show for like two weeks. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Abraham Lincoln. I always want to. That would be good. I always want to. Uh, Eve uh, got traded uh, from SmackDown to Raw. So, hmm. yeah. So they're shaking things up with the Divas. I don't know if there's they're recognizing a problem. Of course, we've had a few stinkers of matches uh, coming off of Raw Ooh. and even at the pay-per-views and everything. I don't know if... You know, maybe they're just swapping up talent, hoping for the best, or, you know, is there a game plan here? What do you, what, what say you, Mad One? <laughs> the game plan is to get all the women that can actually wrestle and put them on the show with actual wrestling. Oh, so, so you're saying the wrestler is going to, going to SmackDown, and yeah, we're like just going to have, first... we're, we're going to be reduced to simply the eye candy on Raw. Pretty much. Okay. Like I would, I would love to see a women's championship scramble match with Mickey, Beth, Michelle McCool, Natalia, and Maria. Okay, okay. That that to me is a win right there. Now, N- Natalia is she on SmackDown now? Or is she? ECW? She is on SmackDown. Well, there you go. There you go. And so maybe we'll get some play on that. But so. the only the only issue I see is that, like. SmackDown has a lot of heel divas, and Raw has a lot of face divas. Yeah, there was a breakdown on, over on Diva Dirt of the uh, face heel contingents, but that could be even now. They, maybe they're looking to switch people up. Maybe that's all being taken into account. Yeah, but who would you turn? I mean, you can't turn Natalia. You can't really turn Beth. I think you could turn Natalia. Beth. Not, you can't turn Natalia unless you turn the Heart Dynasty. Well, you know, yeah, that is true. But maybe that's in their future. God, no, I hope so not. Good as heels, though. Yes, but you never know. I don't think they care enough about the Heart Dynasty to put that kind of time into them. True. I think they will once they get uh, the tag titles off main eventers. Mm. I think that's like, going to be going for a once little bit. Once DX wins that belt... Once DX wins those titles, then Sean turns on Hunter at the Royal Rumble by kicking him in the face yeah. to cause them to lose the belts to Legacy. Yeah. Then you're going to see Legacy versus Face Hard Dynasty. And let's let's drop that over for a second. Now, now then you have. Um, I mean, look at what they're doing with the with the tag titles now, being that they're they're uh, you know, bo- co-branded both shows, uh, pretty big deals right now, been on the established stars for a while. What does that do for the barrier of entry for being the undisputed champions? 
I'm not sure what you mean by that, Sork. So, so uh, Jericho and Big Show have made a point of making uh, the tag belts more, frankly, more important and more visible than they have been in several years. You know, whatever you think about being big star champions and everything, it, it has given them license to run rampant on both shows, hmm. which could be a sock over ticket. You know what I mean? It makes it gives value to those tag belts. Can you see them giving that to any regular tag team on either roster at this point? DJX. Exactly. Do you think that um, <laughs> maybe Legacy if they weren't breaking up? You know. No. Do you think that? Um, because I mean, if, think about who was the undisputed tag champs before that. It was Carlito and um, Primo. Okay. So, well, do, do you think that it being on Jericho and Big Show has vaulted that position? I guess it's made definitely. It a better position Most than definitely. It was before. Well, Most definitely. keep in mind that keep in mind that before that it was Jericho and Edge. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like they did have a plan and for I think, that, and I but think, they had to adjust it. I think it's turned into the plan now. Of course, they've adjusted it, but I think this was going to be the plan all along. Is what we're seeing now. Well. One thing I've heard, and I don't think this will happen, but it would be awesome if it did, is that Jericho and Show keep those belts all the way until WrestleMania, where they will fight Edge and his tag team partner, Christian. Okay. I mean, that would be... That would be something real huge for the tag titles. But I don't, I don't see them being able to take it that far. Yeah, yeah. It, it depends, you know. It, you know, maybe you know, you go that far that maybe the injury bug creeps up on somebody. I, and I think you're worried about Big Show than you are Jericho. So Jericho has not really had much for injury issues. Jericho's usually um, pretty cautious about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't. I mean. It, Jericho and DX aren't really feuding. They're just kind of jokingly bickering nowadays. Yeah, they're, they're feuding for the sake of on-show entertainment, I think, mm-hmm. is their deal. Um, and and then, but, but look at their competition. It's been like Mark Henry and MVP, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was crime time before that, but they've kind of like dropped off anything like that. What other tag teams do we have? We have Heart Dynasty. Mm-hmm. The um, United Nation of Domination, Kozlov mm-hmm. and Zeke. I think true, I think they true. have a huge upside you as think, far as tag you teams think maybe, go. Uh, well, you know what? If if it does go face, if it does go to DX, Kozlov and Zeke could be a really big thing uh, to feud them against. Exactly, and it would boost up ECW ratings because you know, DX would appear. They are. Like, could you could you imagine DX on the Abraham Washington show? Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, then it, it begs the question: Do they want to put that much time in putting DX over there? You know, are they really are they so. are they really concerned enough about uh, ECW to try to boost the ratings in that fashion? I don't think DX is going to work any show besides Raw. Yeah. No, I, I think I think you get at least one of them to work SmackDown. I'd say it really depends on their overall strategy and what their concern is. Well, because I, th- I think DX is going to win the belt, and it's eventually going to lead to a match between Triple H and Shawn Michaels at Mania. Yeah. With a heel Shawn and a face Triple H. Mm-hmm. Because that's something they haven't done 
ever. Wait, and it would be something actually new saying, and different for that. A, a heel, a heel, Sean, and a face Triple H. I see, because it's always been the other way around. Yes, it has. Like Triple H exactly. always skews towards the heel. I still think it'd be a waste. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I'm still rooting for um, uh, Shawn Michaels Orton at WrestleMania. Yeah, even if Michaels does go that route and does the fa- the heel thing, I mean, look at when he did it, you know, against Taker, against. Rick Flair. Mm-hmm. It's he's gonna be do you know if he does go that route, he's gonna be attempting to do heroes things and get over as a heel, but he's still gonna be cheered. You're gonna it's gonna be Triple H fans versus Shawn Michaels fans, yeah. like and, like you did with Hogan, like you did. And, and really, you know, I think I I think I see it turning more into a face versus face deal. Like maybe they start getting competitive more than you know something goes. You know, awry with the relationship. I don't know. They've been they've been doing this thing ever since Sean came back. And I don't know if it's intentional or not. He just seems uh, he's not there. He's bored. He's not really paying attention. Yeah, yeah. And, and there is the whole point that he was begged to come back, yeah, and he doesn't seem thrilled to be back. And yeah. plus, Sean has been on the worst end of the stick. Mm-hmm. Like he, the I, past two matches of Legacy, Sean was double teamed by Legacy the whole time, mm-hmm. and even this past week on Raw. Hornswoggle imitated him, and Triple H laughed about it. Yeah, true. Yeah, they could, they could, they could turn it real easy into Sean turn on Triple H. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think it's coming. Because I mean, really, I mean, what what else are they gonna do? DX has done everything else, you know. I yeah, mean, I I didn't fully understand why they brought DX back this time. I mean, I, I merchandising. Kinda, yeah, uh, merchandise. Yeah. I kind of understand why they brought him back last time. It's like, oh, Vince McMahon, blah, blah, blah. But this is all, you know, Triple H is doing, and Sean was like, I was happy with my kids. And even now, he's like, well, I'm at home with my kid, and you're pestering the shit out of me. There's potential. It's got potential. I agree. I would just like to see a heel Shawn Michaels again. Yeah, he, I love heel he Shawn really Michaels. Heel Shawn Michaels is great. I don't think he's been heel since the NWO. And I wouldn't even count that. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't been a full-fledged heel since his back injury. Yes. And even that was a little tweener because that's when that was when uh, everything was was uh, coming out with the Attitude Era. Well, no, I mean he was the heel. He was definitely a heel. Yeah, yeah. So, um, all right, moving on a little bit here. Um, hey, Bountiful Glories this weekend. Are we excited? Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. TNA, we don't care. All <laughs> right, then let's, let's discuss the best part of TNA. Pictures of the knockouts, including uh, SoCal Val and Muscle and Fitness. Yes. And we have piqued his interest. I took a gander at those. <laughs> Lauren SoCal Val, Velvet Sky, and Angelina Love actually Wait, made Velvet this Sky? One. Where's Velvet Sky? I ne- linked me, Sorg. Oh, it's in the Delicious <laughs> account. And oh, is that appropriate? Oh, oh delicious. Oh, delicious. So uh, go check that out. That's uh, not not a bad spread. So <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, yeah. So, uh... Yeah, and, and at least they're doing that right. Uh, you know, not TNA doesn't have just a bunch of vanilla whores. They have a variety of whores. Um, <laughs> and moving on. 
because uh, we we talked a little bit about Neapolitan ice cream. Anyone? <laughs> What'd you say? Neapolitan ice cream? Yeah, I said they're the Neapolitan of force. Ah, oh, yes, yes, yes. The thirty-two also, flavors, if you will. Every single one of them is on Twitter. And every single one of them is on Twitter. Very enjoyable. Also fantastic. Very enjoyable. Yes. Following SoCal and don't forget out there. Follow what wrestlers say. W U T. What wrestlers say on Twitter. Um, I know I've been a little yeah. late on that because of the podcast, but you can at least find out who is out there to follow in the in the uh, following. And speaking of what wrestlers say, mm-hmm. um, the the Twitter account I recommended last week of the Iron Sheik. Mm-hmm. It is my mission. Nay, it is my goal to meet this weekend the Iron Sheik. Now, how is that happening? Um, because my city is amazing. Uh, this weekend is Big Apple Con. Yeah. And none other than the Iron Sheik is going to be there. Fantastic. Please tell me you have a mini recorder. Oh, I have better than that. I have the Mayhem voicemail line programmed into my phone. <laughs> oh, if you get something going, you got to get him to do a line or two. Oh, I, Hello, this, I will, get, I will see if I can get him to, to do wrestling mail and everything. Oh, that's fantastic. And or just talk let, to let him. Let me just run and, down the rest of the wrestling personalities that are going to be there. Because I'm going there for two days. I'm going to try my damnedest to really represent for the Mayhem crew. Okay? Oh, excellent. All right. First, Christy Hemi, Candice Michelle, nice. Molly Holly, Lillian Molly. Garcia, the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase, the Nature Boy Ric Flair, Bushwhacker Luke, Demolition, Bruno Sammartino, nice. Georgie Animal Steel, Nikolai Volkov, and finally, are you ready for this? Yes. Biggest name on the list. Are you ready? Are you sure? Can I, can I get a drum I, I roll? I think roll? we're good. I think we're good. Wait, wait. Drum roll. Hold on. Drum roll. Virgil! <laughs> yes! Hide your wives from the front row, because Virgil is in the house. Dude, if I play my cards right, Virgil and I will go drinking after the show. Did we did we tell you about when he went and sat in the lap of the uh, of the principal's wife during Night of Legends this year? <laughs> oh my god. That's oh, amazing. it is awesome. It needs to go up on YouTube somewhere. Uh, <laughs> it is fantastic. So basically the principal got into the ring and got to uh, lay into Virgil a little bit of her call. So <laughs> that is the coolest damn principal ever. Um, <laughs> all right, moving on. I put a little bit of a treat in the uh, in the uh, chat room. It's on the delicious account. This was if you go over to what wrestlers say. There's a uh, retweet from uh, Jeremy Borash, and this was described as this was described to me as disturbing yet strangely artistic. And there's a picture right there. You can take a look at that. <laughs> It is a black and white photo of Kevin Nash in a hospital bed without a shirt on, hoarding a pee cup that's in color. Pee cup. And that's a lot of pee. That is a lot of pee. That is a lot of pee. Um, He's a big guy. No super shredder, how far you have fallen. I brought brought this up on my phone uh, when I was going through it. I was like, oh, what's this about? And I almost fell over. 
walking. Um, yeah, yeah, it was pretty, pretty fun. So, um, now there was something I really wish I knew was happening last week. We mentioned AIW Absolute Intense Wrestling up in up in Cleveland. Uh, they had Girls Night Out Two, which was a night of 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 uh, female wrestlers. You know, kind of like a, their own version of Shimmer. Well, Jimmy DeMarco was on this card, okay? And uh, Jimmy DeMarco was looking for Mrs. Wright. Now, this is past me. I think uh, I think Remedy passed this along to me. And there's actually a Craigslisting for his endeavors. Uh, again, I, I, I didn't Christ, have a chance Jimmy. to ask him how it went or anything. Uh, if, if there was a Mr. Mrs. DeMarco... Uh, that he's dragged back to Pittsburgh or anything. But let me read to you. Uh, it says, Pro Wrestler Looking for Mr. Mrs. Wright, uh, 26, Cleveland, Ohio. I've been called the per- I've been called a pervert. I like to think of myself as Christopher Columbus of sex. A true pioneer of perversion, but I've been needing a woman who can tame the beast, and I am looking f- to find true love uh, by October 10, 2009. Which was the day of the show, of course. Uh, I know, I know, this seems crazy, but love is a crazy thing. Let me tell you a little about myself. I recently moved to Cleveland after becoming the absolute intense wrestling absolute champion, and I have been having trouble finding ladies in Cleveland who can handle a champion. I have also been featured on MTV, so if you think you have what it takes to be with a champion, maybe we can fall in love. And I actually did, I, I read this, and I actually did test him. Uh, uh, so you were on MTV? And uh, let me let me see uh, what that was. Uh... It says, yeah, like January, February 2009, engaged and underaged he was on. Try your uncle. Engaged Whoa. and underage. I didn't even know this was a show. So apparently oh, he was. Jesus on Christ. This. If there is a show called Engaged Juicy James DeMarco, that would be. I it. think, I think uh, Mayhem Nation, we are on a scavenger hunt for this next week for a clip of Juicy <laughs> James DeMarco from 2007 on Engaged. And underaged. Uh, By the way, I want to throw it out there um, that I felt really like dirty uh, saying Jimmy DeMarco's words <laughs> earlier to Shima's Island. Like, I feel like I should go home and shave my tongue. That's how oh, dirty I feel. Who? Yeah. Shave, huh? Shave my tongue. Shave his tongue. Well, um, no, not his tongue. My tongue. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird fetish that I don't want to be a part of. Yes. All right, guys. Shaving your tongue. I want to wrap this up because I want to get to our uh, potential thing. Uh, hopefully, it works out here afterwards. But, uh, but, uh, man, Mike. Yes. How, how, how's it going? Anything, anything new you want to tell the people about up there, other than your potential content coming from um, the uh, Big Alcon? Well, I, I just want to tell everyone to vote for Ashley Hoover again. Yes. And um, I, I make this promise. I have donated um, seventy-five votes. Holy shit. Yes. Wow. Yes. I have monies now. I use monies to vote for Ashley because Ashley is awesome. Yeah. yeah, It's for a good cause. Uh, Boys and Girls Club, of course. Yes, exactly. So it's a tax write-off, too. (laughs) (laughs) But. (laughs) Vote for Ashley. It's a tax write-off. Thank you. Yes. Yes. (laughs) But if anyone wants to be as awesome as me and vote for Ashley 25 times, I will make a song dedicated to you. Oh. 
There you go. This is a promise. This is a promise. I will make a song dedicated to any fan of the show who sends in a little copy of the receipt saying that you voted 25 times for Ashley Hoover, and I will make you a song. So, there's the challenge, Mayhem fans. Big one from Mad Mike. Uh, he will make you a song. Now, is this is this you, or is this is this with your your? I know you have contacts with the with the Santa Santa Macho. Well, I, I mean, I could call Macho Man. I could call Santino Morella. Hell, I might even ask the Iron Sheik. Okay. Okay. All right. Or I mean, you know, I I have you know me, Sorry, I have multiple contacts throughout the wrestling world. I mean, I talked to, I interviewed the great Kali, Mr. Kennedy, Triple H. You know, I I've interviewed all over the place. So, um, also, I want to remind people. Uh, I believe we said this Friday, uh, the voting uh, closes October eighteenth. The voting for the two thousand nine podcast awards. We're trying to get a You're tapping away over there, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're trying to get a Pittsburgh contingent in the nominations. Of course, please vote for a Wrestling Mayhem Show under Entertainment. Uh, should I drink that over a food and drink? Uh, the G Spot under GLBT and anybody else you would like to at podcastawards.com. Go fill that out. Um, and you know what? Throw Awful Show under Comedy because those are some good guys too. See, and and one of the guys is from Pittsburgh. See. So. Um, again, if you haven't checked it out, check out our recent interviews in the last few weeks because I know there might be a few more ear holes out there thanks to PodCamp. Uh, we had Sterling James Keenan last week straight off of his interview, or I'm sorry, off of his trip over to uh, Italy and Maze. I can't remember the name of the place. And before that, we had Superfly Jimmy Snuka uh, on 187, and of course, the guys from Bird's Eye View and Mayhem Missy and Doc Remedy joined us again in the studio. Uh, there's plenty of videos, lots of chop videos from PodCamp. Uh, there's a review, uh, or sort of a review, my own little words over at Sorgatron.com. What's going on with you, the DJ Lunchbox? I think you've got some stuff coming up. I do, as a matter of fact. Um, uh, Thoughtful Riot is revitalized. I am actually just now, I have just now published a new post uh, over at ThoughtfulRiot.com in regards to a collaboration with uh, one with one Miss Rachel Arnold Sager um, of Fifty Two Ills dot com, and also the Sum of David. Uh, I had a great pod camp. Uh, I met Pit Girl. The very first thing she said to me was, "Oh, I know you. You haven't written in a, anything in a while." <laughs> so I took that as to write something. Um, so uh, yeah, go and check me out, thoughtfulriot.com. Uh, and of course, your thoughts of day one. There's a video over there on sorgatron.com. Absolutely, in one of the posts. So. Absolutely, um, all over and. Uh, I got an interview coming up on thoughtfulriot.com. Some more podcast stuff. Um, just some great, great, great. I don't know content. about you, but I found myself inspired to write a lot of podcast, like stuff inspired from things talked about at podcast mm-hmm. this week. I think there's going to be you're going to be sick of podcast on my site by the end of the week. <laughs> but uh, and also, of course, uh, send in all your comments, questions, etc., etc., whatever you want to talk about, whatever ideas, thoughts, and. Maybe funny voices you want to throw at us. Uh, please uh, send them to Good times. at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. I'm glad the, well, that's the one I was starting with. And <laughs> also give a call to 412 206 
WMS0. That's 9670 if you have a rotary phone. Uh, don't forget the podcast. If you have a rotary, rotary phone, kill yourself. I, I, I actually, say that. actually, over in the other end of the studio is a rotary phone. That was here since we got moved in. Um, <laughs> please go check us out on iTunes, all your pod uh, feeders and readers. Please leave comments for us. We appreciate your feedback. We appreciate other pe- letting other people know what you think of the show. So maybe they'll tune in too and join our Mayhem family. Uh, coming up on the show next week, I'm in talks for a little bit of an interview. Uh, LB's in talks with maybe somebody else coming back on. Sure. It will all remain a mystery. All you know is we will be here and there's a dead owl in the studio. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been your Wrestling Mayhem show for October 13th, 2009. Hey, hey, yes? Um. I, I think we all learned things this week. Oh, yeah. Fuck! I knew we were forgetting something. It I felt too late. late. It's it's too late. late. You're right. Really quick. He's, speed he's round. Out the show. Speed round. DJ Lunchbox, what did you learn from wrestling this week? The only worse wrestler on the roster than Rosa Mendez is uh, Jillian Hall. True. Mad Mike, what did you learn? I learned that WWE is a cock tease and forgets which pay-per-view... Their multi-man tag matches are supposed to be in. Yeah, this is what they do for Survivor Series, I know. No idea. Sorgatron, what did you learn? Sorgatron, what did you learn? Week. Well, I learned... I just asked you. ...that uh, the Barbie belt is about as important as a Barbie doll. It got oh. its head popped off. Um, that is, is not the- true. The Barbie doll has lasted for many, many years. The Barbie doll is not... The Barbie belt has barely been around for one. Barbie dolls are way more important than the Barbie title. Bazinga! You 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 hold it down for the Barbie doll nation. You are you starting a Barbie doll podcast, Mad Mike? Yeah, you inspired, sir. My Barbie (laughs) doll podcast has been going on for eight years strong now. Oh, I just haven't publicized it. But if you go to barbiemail dot com, barbiemail dot com, hopefully a dead site. I'm kind of curious. BarbieMail.com. Well, okay, it's a link farm. Okay. It's going to be porn. And if we spell it the other way, it is broken. Ooh, Barbie. Yes. Well, we go to BarbieSale.com, and this domain is for sale. So it can be yours, Mad Mike, for the low rate of $7.77. Um, <laughs> this has been your Wrestling Mayhem Show 189. we got round number coming up next week. That's your preview. Uh, for October 13, 2009. We love PodCamp and we love our fans and we still have no promo because we haven't figured out how to run a show after 189 Tuesdays consecutively, <laughs> apparently. Have we figured out how to run one too well? Maybe that's it. Maybe this is all a ruse. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um... Just wait, Wrestling Mayhem Toe 200, we're going to have Pyro, we're going to have Zuma's graphics on the Ustream, we're going to have bitches dancing. Thanks to all our fans out there, we really appreciate you listening. Now go and fucking tell some more people about us, huh? We'd like to thank the very fine people at Talk Shoe for helping so many of our fans get their Wrestling Mayhem fix. That's right, TalkShoe.com. Go check us out on the website. Chat with us live. Find out when our next show is, because we know you want some more. The Wrestling Mayhem Show was recorded live in front of no studio audience in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and it is a joint venture of WPAJ Radio and WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Good night, Michelle.